We got a lot of work to do today. Literally, the only reason I'm here is because of podcasts. (laughs) I've been at OSSB for more than 25 years. I have been at OSSB 28 years. We do have an update on the OSSB History Book Project. To see if your program will meet the gold standard, the silver standard, or the bronze standard. So what did you think of the senior dinner? I thought it was pretty good. I'm happy to be back with my senior year with you guys. Garage man. I didn't go to the um, merch, but I didn't go to the prom. I actually started when I was eight years old in Braille. I found a whole case of, of those different markers that, that smell differently. Alright guys, are we ready for 2021 prom? I'm doing good, how are you? I started here back in 2014, 2014-15 And here we are, we are at the last podcast of the year, Emily. That's right. The May podcast, I'm so excited, this is going to be a long one. <laughs> that it is. We have 18 seniors graduating. Yeah, we do. That's something, 18. <laughs> it's one of the larger classes. For quite a long time here at OSSB. Definitely. We're normally pretty small here. So we're going to showcase if all of these seniors, if not all, most of them, um, trying, still trying to track a few down uh, with less than a week to go. But podcast does support chapter indexing. So if you there's a particular segment that you'd like to jump to, you can simply go down to the bottom of your screen of your podcast app and expand those chapters and click on the segment that you want to listen to. That is, That's new and exciting. It is. We've been doing this for about three months now. Ooh. And has had some really good feedback from our listeners. They like the chapter indexing. We also have a few teachers who are going to be retiring this year, so we wanted to take the opportunity to talk with them. A lot so, of goodbyes this month. A lot yeah, of goodbyes. Yeah. Well, it's not goodbyes. It's more of a... You know, Until next time. And yeah, we're moving forward. Yeah. Right? We're moving forward and getting it done here at the School for the Blind. Uh, we've won some special awards in physical education. Oh, yes, we did. We'll be talking to Miss Henry about that in the podcast later on. Miss McCumber's class studied energy and science, and they're going to uh, talk about that. And we're going to hear a little beep baseball in the background. Very intense games of beep baseball, from what I could hear. So what kind of senior activities have been going on, Emily? Well, we've had quite a few. Toward the beginning of the month, we had a senior lunch, normally would be senior dinner. I did some stuff with that where we talked about what it was like and how it was different this year. It was very fun, though. And we also had prom a couple weeks ago. Very fun night. The team in charge of Putting prom together definitely did an outstanding job with what we were working with. And there's a little thing called graduation. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> graduation. Although not... technically that's not in May. That's technically in June. That is true. So. That's true. This is going to be your last podcast as an OSSB student. It is. This is going to be my last intro. So I just want to say a thank you, and you've done a great job. Very methodical editing. Um, <laughs> And just a, a great host or co-host hosting the podcast together. You know, so. it, it's been a wild ride. It was enjoyable. Oh, thank Definitely you. Definitely enjoyable while it lasted. Yeah. 
ever since I was a scared baby sophomore, <laughs> not knowing what the heck to do. <laughs> so, no, but you've done great. And uh, all those stories that you wrote. Oh, boy, the the stories. And speaking of stories, we have another special project this month that we, we, oh, we yeah. share. The I Believe Essay. And this is a project between the School for the Blind and the American Printing House for the Blind. Our students, about five or six of them, um, submitted essays. Emily's and Jeremiah's were chosen to be played on APH's Change Maker podcast. That's going to be very exciting. It's a great opportunity for them, and it's a good opportunity for APH to kind of use us as a pilot to start this project. And it's all around how we use Studio Recorder, which is the one of the main editing tools we use to put together the podcast. And, of course, APH are the the folks that produce Studio Recorder, and uh, it is a great piece of software. Look at that. It went full circle. Yes, it did. (laughs) All right. Well, it's going to be a long one. Remember the chapter indexing at the bottom if you need it. Sit back. Enjoy. Uh, we got a lot to give you this month. That we do. Thank you, Emily. Thank you. My name is Brian, and I'm in Middlecomer's fifth grade class, and we're learning about transferring energy with beat baseball. I thought beat baseball was a really fun way to learn work in transferring energy. The energy we are talking about is potential energy and kinetic energy. The bat has the energy, and when you swing the bat and hits the ball, the baseball gets the energy. We hit the ball that was a potential energy object. So when we hit the ball and it was now moving, it was called kinetic energy. It helped me understand because you have the bat in your hands. You go for the swing. You're doing work and the ball is potential energy. And when you hit the ball, the energy transfers to the ball, making it have kinetic energy. I liked learning this because I love normal baseball, so this was really fun. Let's play some more baseball. All right, here we go. Ready, set, pitch. Oh, I uh, won! Now you still have to say hi. Let's keep it moving. All right, remember to swing through, okay? Ready, set, pitch. Oh, uh, two. too high. Ready, set, pitch. Oh. Oh. Brianna got it. Devon, please come up. Up next, we have our principal, Principal Wagner, with us to kind of wrap up the end of the 2020-21 school year. Hello, Principal Wagner. Hello there. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Sure. It's been one of those years. It's hard to describe, isn't it? <laughs> it certainly is or has been. Uh, lots of ups and downs, staff and students going back and forth from virtual learning to in-person learning and back again and uh, learning to, you know, wear our masks and our plexiglass barriers and <laughs> all of that stuff. It's been full of challenges. Yes, that that's a good word for it. But, you know, I think we came through it pretty good. I would agree. I want to applaud our staff and our students for showing so much, you know, resilience and just really being flexible and kind to one another and 
to me um, <laughs> when things don't go the way we think they should and that and that kind of thing right. everybody has just done a, a fabulous job we'll thank you in return for outstanding leadership you guys did a great job navigating getting us through it thank you what are we looking forward to well right now we're looking forward to two weeks of extended learning and summer camps all of that good stuff but we're you know we're already looking forward to summer uh, after summer, we're looking forward to the fall. We're starting to plan. We've got schedules are pretty much done for next year. Yep. And we're looking at real time. Like we are looking like at we real used time. to be. Yes. Five, five days, days a, a week. week. It will be an adjustment for staff and students, but we are, <laughs> we are looking forward to being back in person, all of us mm-hmm. and, um, back to five days a week. Yeah, that's great. All right. Any final thoughts on, you know, what you want to tell everybody about? Anything? Again, I I can't say enough how much I appreciate staff, students, families, everybody, you know, being so flexible and kind of hanging tough through this incredibly challenging year. And we are looking forward to to good things in the fall and um, everybody have a safe and healthy and happy summer. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Dan. Have a great summer. Great things are always happening at the Ohio State School for the Blind. Up next, we're going to welcome one of our physical education teachers, Mrs. Henry, to the podcast to talk about a very special award that was received by our phys ed department. Good morning, Miss Henry. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and Miss Henry and the phys ed department has earned the gold award for Ohio for excellence in physical education. Congratulations. Thank you. Can you tell us about what this award is? What does it mean? What is having a gold standard in physical education? I mean, it sounds great. What is it? This is sponsored by the Ohio Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance. Mm -hmm. Every year they put applications out for PE programs to apply to see if your program will meet the gold standard, the silver standard, or the bronze standard. There are four areas that are focused on for the application to de- determine the, the level that you are awarded, if awarded. Um, one is evidence that physical education is supported by the school administration. Two, um, copy of your local curriculum, and the local curriculum must align with the state academic content standards. Number three, state assessment or assessment data for physical education. And the fourth area is um, materials or activities that support physical activity outside of the classroom. Um, Ohio was the only gold level award winner for 2020. Uh, There were four schools total who were awarded, I believe, two silver and one bronze. Wow. Or so we are the only school that got gold for 2020. Yes. Wow. Yes. And very, we're very fortunate. One nice thing with the gold level award, we received a nice banner that indicates that we are gold level from Oford mm-hmm. and it's hanging down in our lobby above the trophy case. Oh, awesome. That is outstanding. That is a lot of good work. Was a lot of work putting the application together and that sort of thing. Uh, my summer was busy with it. Um, <laughs> but to also, um, acknowledge other committee members that helped me with the process. First of all, I'd like to thank Michelle Wagner, our principal, for supporting this project. Allison Brewerwood, who's a physical education teacher. Uh, Lee Mascarello, adapted physical education paraprofessional. Mm-hmm. 
Angela Bonner, who is our school nurse, Nancy Hans, who's our ILS teacher, and Sally Williams also worked on the the project, and she works with the 21st Century um, Community Learning Program. So it was a collaboration. uh, so I, again, I wouldn't have been able to do this alone, sure. but it was, it was a lot of work, but it was worth, worth every moment of it. Yeah. Did it help that we have a swimming pool? I think so. <laughs> I, I, well, because part of the application, they ask about some of the, you know, some of the things like, like we have a track and it is track for itself. We have the pool, we have walking grounds, you know, our hiking. Sure. So what I had done is I took pictures of it and put it in the application. Yeah. I would do that. Physical education is just so important for everybody, but especially for our kids, you know, uh, creating opportunities for, you know, our kids to be physically active. Mm-hmm. And that's just a part of it. And, and, and there are other components that you guys teach down there too, besides just exercise, right? Correct. I mean, you're looking at like nutrition, for instance, right? You, we, do, and, you, do you do a lot of that? We do. Sometimes uh, Miss mm-hmm. Burwood, who's also the health teacher, when we can, we try to maybe cross-curricular activities. So where does health and PE align? Mm-hmm. So we can uh, address nutrition at times. Yeah, good. Emily, do you have anything you want to ask Miss Henry about? I guess my what I would say is, is there any advice that you would give to any schools who are attempting to reach the gold standard? I think one of the first things is you have to have school leadership support. We are very fortunate here because the K through six students get physical education every day in every a traditional day. school year when it's a nine period day. Uh, so I would like to say that. <laughs> but then, you know, our grades seven and eight, they have health PE every day. It may change health one day, PE another day. Mm-hmm. Then high school, you have your, you know, you're meeting your graduation requirements. But when schedule allows, it fits into student schedule. We try what I call advanced PE. So if they want to come back and have personalized, like they can do independent studies. Sure. So we yeah. try to accommodate K mm-hmm. through 12. But that's the big thing. But a lot of that is because our our senior leadership supports physical education. It's almost unheard of to find physical education every day in schools sure. except for maybe high school because they're gra- earning graduation credit and so there's time allotments right yeah well the big congratulations I'm very proud of you guys almost definitely for your hard work and you know once again putting the Ohio State School for the Blind on the map right <laughs> that is awesome representation um, yeah that's great yep. it just reflects in what these kids are able to do mm-hmm. right? absolutely to do. did we get any grant money out of this Unfortunately, no. Oh, but, like I said, we, but we got that great banner. Yeah, we did. <laughs> cool banner. It is a very nice banner. It's not. It's not. It's nice because it hangs right above the trophy case, so it's right in a good spot. Yes, it is right there for everybody to take a look at. That's right. Well, thank you, Miss Henry. Is there anything you want to add to uh, what we've talked about this morning? No, I think we covered it very well. And I appreciate the invitation to come um, to speak about the award. Yeah, I just uh, only thing I apologize for is not getting this on sooner. Right. Oh, I agree. Yeah, because you guys got this. Is it in March? Um, the award was in December, but it took a while for the um, banner to arrive. Okay. They had some glitches while they're making it. Oh. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't hear about this until March or something. It had to be around that time. Right. I was like, oh man, I got it. We gotta get. We gotta get Miss Henry on the podcast, right? <laughs> so I'm sure I'm glad that that uh, you are glad that you made some time this morning and coming and tell our audience about the great things you guys are doing down there in the gym and on the track and in the pool and hiking around campus. All right. Well, I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Up next on the Senior Showcase, we're joined by Jeremiah Turner and Mr. Trent Tribble. Good morning, guys. What up? <laughs> what up? That is... JT on the mic, back <laughs> on the mic. Trent, this is a dynamic duo. Been part of the podcast team for a few years now. And uh, all that great music that, yeah. that we hear, right? That is that is you guys. That's you guys, man. I am, I am sad that we're losing you guys. Can we can we still have you back as guest contributors? Yeah, I'll come back. I'll come back. Yeah, yeah, I'll be back. And you know, Mr. Kelly, I'll be around. I know it. I know it. I appreciate that, man. I just I need you to you know submit some music every month or so. Uh, from from now until the end of time. There. <laughs> uh, so man are, are are we excited or what about Greg? yes i am i'm excited good yeah are you nervous or sad or anything or just... no I, I used to but yeah nope. but you're ready now yep i'm ready okay now do you you did come back for prom this year right jeremiah Fox? right yeah how I was did. that it was fine good yeah I heard everybody had a great time. Yeah. Uh, were you there too? I Trent? think it was one of the best nights of my life. Okay. That's saying something. Yeah. That's saying something right there. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Jeremiah, you came to school for the blind in, what do I want to say, ninth grade? I'm going to say 10th. 10th grade. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can't keep them all straight. <laughs> Mr. Kelly's getting, getting old or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Are there any favorite memories you want to share about your time here? Favorite memories. <laughs> I, I mean, other than working in the in the computer lab, like in the Jeremiah and Mr. Trent room, which was two hundred one B. That's where we had. That's where we had the uh, keyboard set up and computer and all that. Yeah, we and, did. And you, you you were part of that progression. Like when we started. We were using iPads, and uh, then we went to a Mac Mini that was probably about seven or eight years old. Yep. And finally, yeah, we used GarageBand, and then we got Logic Pro, right? And then we we finally got a really good MacBook Pro uh, to start working on, and it was super fast. Yeah. All right. So... What about uh, the marching band? Uh, you were part of the marching band, weren't you, Jeremiah? Yeah, talk about that, yeah. Jeremiah. Yeah. yeah. And uh, well, I basically like all the people in the band. Yeah. They're all friend- friendly. Yeah. Yeah, band- bands are like that. They're like a family, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have to stay together, you got to learn to play together, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you, you were in the band. What'd you play in the band, Jeremiah? Uh, percussion, yeah. actually. That's cool. Yep. Yeah. That's the foundation of the band, right there. Right. I know. Right. Percussion control—they control everything, man. The dynamics and the tempo and and all of it. So they get right. they get yelled at the most, don't they? Uh, <laughs> not not per se. I'm not gonna say the most, but. I'm just saying we're kind of equal. Yeah, 
Well, when I was directing the band, they got yelled at the most. Stop playing so loud. Don't speed up. Don't rush. Don't blah, blah, blah. Listen. Listen to each other, right? So uh, well, that's good, man. So you played a variety of the percussion instruments and uh, get yes. go to a lot of the football games and basketball games and things like that. Yep. Yeah. Those are the pictures. Those are some good times going on those trips. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then you also yep. did a lot of stuff in the ILS, didn't you? A lot of cooking and. Yeah, it was mostly cleaning for me. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. I know you like to eat, so <laughs> you and I are always talking about what what good food we were eating over the weekend and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So once you graduate here on the third. Uh, what are you looking forward to doing? What, what's what's next for you? Well, I'm gonna work at the food bank. Okay, this in your in your hometown. The one in Cleveland. I have volunteered there before. Okay, so I know what's up. All right, that's good, man. Yeah. Going into that, you know exactly what you're gonna be doing. Um, right, you got it all over some people because. You know, some of them are just going out there not knowing what's going on. They'll have to learn it, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Are you got any, got any big plans this summer? Uh, I'm going, I think I'm going back to uh, Camp Cheerful. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Now, my next big question is, is how are you going to, what, what are you going to use to keep composing all that good music you do? Well, right now I've been doing that for myself, mm-hmm. but I'll branch out. I know. All right. Start making music for other people again. All right. So now that you're graduating, you have any advice for underclassmen? Like, you know, this worked for me. It helped me get through, or this didn't work for me, kind of a thing. I used to take breaks a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Then did that help you taking those breaks? Yep. I I agree. I think right. I think breaks are very necessary things. Right. It helps you stay awake. Yeah. Let your mind get get away from the problem for a second. Right. So maybe we should reinstitute a policy of, you know, work for an hour and then take a break for two hours and then work for an hour. I don't know if that would fly, but I kinda like that idea. Right. You know, bring back siestas, you know, afternoon naps. That'd be right. Good. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, it's that way. Yeah, so yeah, take a break as needed. I like that. Well, Jeremiah, I just want to say to you and Trent both that really enjoyed working with you guys. I'm going to miss you as a student and appreciate all your contributions to the podcast and also the podcast club after school uh, yeah. got, got a lot of work with that and uh, just say I wish you the best of luck man and look forward to hearing some great things about you in the yeah. future yeah. All right. yeah so I'm here with Miss Finley and it's the final countdown Mrs. Yeah. Finley you're coming down to the end of the year in a monumentous event in your career because you're going to be retiring I this am. year are you excited? I am I'm excited mi- about this this new chapter in my life. Yeah, are there mixed feelings at all? I mean, 
This yes, is this is huge. Are. It's huge, right? So I've been at OSSB for more than twenty five years, and I love it here. Mm-hmm. So I am going to miss everybody. I'm going to miss the place and all the fun stuff we do, the great students, the great activities, classes. I really will miss it. On the flip side, I'm really excited about traveling around in my RV, doing lots of dog training, mm. uh, hanging out with my grandkids, and reading a lot. That's kind of on the top of my list. Yeah. And that's great because you, you got to read a lot every day. I did. You know, and it's like, I can't imagine me when I retire, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to do, I'm going to do technology a lot. <laughs> I want to do a lot of podcasting, <laughs> but no, I love, I love reading too. Um, so I'm glad, yeah, we're going to be keeping up with that over your course of 25 years here. And then you also were in Columbus city and, mm-hmm. you know, doing, doing all that whole thing too, but you wore a lot of hats at OSSB. Yes. So yeah. I started out in the elementary department teaching third and fourth grade. I loved that. That was awesome. I love that mm-hmm. age and great group of teachers down there. And then I did outreach for two years where I traveled around the state Mm -hmm. and worked with school districts and helped them um, work with their students to make their uh, education experience better. But that was a lot of reports and a lot of (laughs) driving, sitting in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So then you, after the outreach, you came back into the classroom at the middle and high school. Well, no, it was kind of sort of more than that, wasn't it? It was, it was middle and high school reading specialist. Um, and that's the job I've actually had the longest. So I've worked with, with kids in grade seven through 12, um, on everything from language arts to teaching Braille to intervention reading. And we, we started our collaboration when you were doing third and fourth grade. Do you remember the? Yeah. Do you remember the the book? The book. The book we made with the book about the desert animals. The, the I think I still animals. have it. I actually. have mine. A tortoise and a rabbit. Yeah, we used stuff. the piaf. It was cutting edge back then. It was. And we made those pictures of of uh, the tortoises and the uh, scorpion, I think, and that there was a, a hare of some yeah, kind. Yeah, hare. It was a hare. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we actually wrote a journal article too. Yeah. About and, that. Yeah. Different mm-hmm. kids had different animals and that was a lot of fun. And we've mm-hmm. certainly done a lot of collaboration between yes, we have. tech and reading over the years. And then uh, you also did some coaching while you're here. Yeah. I coached forensics um, quite a while back when I was in the elementary, but I, that's how I kind of got to know some of the high school students by coaching forensics for a few years with mm-hmm. Mrs. Picard. Right. So you're going to miss all those school bus trips across the country. Oh, no, I don't miss the school bus trips across the country. <laughs> I don't either. Right. They're, they're not they're not my favorite. Yeah, yeah, but definitely some memorable experiences. What's the furthest one you've ever taken? Furthest one I took was to Minnesota. Yeah. That was far enough. That's a long one. It is a long one. And it was a school bus. It wasn't a right. tour bus. Yeah, we took that bus out to Iowa. That was a long trip. Was yeah. Crazy. Although, I, you know, now that we don't go on trips anymore, yeah. I probably would like going on one last trip. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's one thing that COVID 
has kind of affected all of us in teaching and learning. And it's been an interesting year. Is there anything you want to say about your virtual teaching experience? Except maybe, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> it started out, it was pretty rocky at first. I know at first we thought it was a short-term yeah. thing. So, you know, we kind of just took a, you know, sort of, okay, it's just two weeks. And then it turned into a lot more than that. And so I think all of us, and definitely me, had to step up and, and learn some skills that we didn't know before. Right. And the students as well, I mean, they had to really, you know, really get some technology down that they, they didn't know before, too. And I, I think overall, once we got going with it and kids got comfortable, it wasn't the best, but it worked for it was what we had. And I actually think some there were some students who really enjoyed it, uh, learning that way. Yeah. And, and did did better. Yeah. Um, I agree with you on but that. But I certainly wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's really hard getting feedback sometimes. I, I know there was a big difference between what we did last spring and then what we were able to do this fall. Um, it was it was almost like night and day. And then once we got back in person for that short time and got some more skills shored mm-hmm. up, you know, yeah, uh, that really helped with when we had to go back to it over the winter. So it's been a interesting year and now it's time to celebrate, right? Right. So you mentioned you, you're going to be going to some different places with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the dogs. The dogs. The, well, yep. we the, have the dog family. We have three dogs. We show them in agility competitions mm-hmm. and we, we love them very much. We spend a lot of time walking them and, you know, they're kind of our big thing and yeah. they travel with us. They're, they're pretty good. They're small dogs. They're corgis. Okay. Um, so what, what does agility mean in, as far as that goes? Is it, you know, cause if I think of agility, I'm thinking of like, I don't know, gymnastics or leaping and all that stuff. Well, there is some leaping. And- um, so agility is where you teach your dog to do certain obstacles like tunnels mm. and go up and down an A-frame. And there are several obstacles, jumps. And you teach them how to do all these things, and then you have to sequence them into like a, an obstacle course of of like twenty obstacles, and um, you have to memorize the course and then handle the dog through the course as fast as you can go with no mistakes okay. to qualify. And um, it's actually you know it's it's a world sport. It's getting more popular, and yeah. it's really really fun. I think people with some vision could definitely do it. Yeah. Uh, and I was going to ask you about the the challenges of that, you know, different courses and having a visual impairment and, you know, of course, lighting would be a factor too, yeah. I would think. And, and, you know, it, is that a challenge for you? And if it is, how do you overcome it? So, so I don't have very much vision out of my right eye. So when my dog's on my right side, I really depend on him to be where he's supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> I can detect motion, but that's pretty much all I can see out of my right eye. So that's a problem. And then the maps that they give you to look at to get ready for the course, they're really small. So mm. I use um, an electronic magnifier to look at those maps. Sure. Yeah. Um, usually when I do the walkthrough, I, I usually follow someone else the first time because okay. the numbers are kind of small. They put numbers on the ground. Oh. And they're kind of small. So I usually follow someone through the first time. And 
Um, I make mistakes and, you know, I definitely, the vision plays a part in it, but for the most part it's doable and it's really fun. Do, do they ever let you enlarge the numbers or have extra walkthroughs or is that something no, you've never really asked for? I don't for? ask for it. There, there are some exemptions for handicapped handlers where you can get extra time on the course, but I don't ask for it. Yeah. I don't yeah. really think I need it. I think yeah. that's more for people that are physically have a physical sure. disability. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, I gotcha. Kind of like when you had that knee thing going on yeah. a few right. years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and that made it on the podcast too. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, so you, it's a global, global thing turning mm-hmm. into that. So you're going to try to extend your, your range of places that you guys go. Well, cause you're John. John's a judge. My husband's say, a, judge, a judge. So right? I know this summer, I know we're going to Minnesota. That's another. You know, not on a school shout bus. out to Minnesota. Oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, this is Rochester, so it's not <laughs> quite as far as Minneapolis. But yeah, we're going to. So we have gone to several places and we will. Yeah, we will continue to do that. You know, and just especially with retirement, I, I can go and I don't have to take time off. So sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's going to be exciting. It is. Well, what else do you want to talk about? I guess I, I really hope that once the school gets back to normal, you know, it gets back to that like family feel that it had before, because I think that's so beneficial for the students to have those close relationships and, you know, for everybody to be able to interact with everybody else. So I hope that we can get back to that. I hope all the fun activities, trips, and, you know, all the things that we did before that really made us special will all come back. Yeah. And, I know you're going to have a lot of new faces around here. Already we do. Sure. And I wish all those people best of luck because they're going to be the future of OSSB. Right. And we're going to have you back as a sub in a, in a year or two. <laughs> so <laughs> That's actually where I started. I, I, yeah, it's a full subbed, circle for I you. Subbed, yeah, I subbed for five years. And during that time, I got my master's of education and my specialty in teaching students with visual impairments. So that was a, you know, I subbed here for a long time. And it was, it was different then. There were like six subs mm-hmm. and we were always competing for jobs. Like everybody wanted to work <laughs> all the time. And it, it was very different. I think, you know, from the way it is now. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't remember. I think there was only three subs when I started because I, I was a sub here too. It was actually your idea. Uh, yes, it was. It was your idea because I used to sub for you at Woodward Park and then you got the job here. And you're like, you should come over and, you know, check it out, you know, and go into the same place every day and all mm-hmm. that. And I finally did. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the story. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I'm glad you pulled me in, in into the fold over here. <laughs> um, and it, it has been a fun ride for sure. So, Mr. Kelly, how many more years do you have? Well, or you know, be, it you know. depends. I mean, I've got four until I get to 30 uh, because I've been here 24 and I've got two years from, from Columbus. So, at, yeah. you know, at 30, then I can start thinking about it. But, you know, I'm probably going to go for, you know, another five to get to 35, which kind of aligns with family things, you know, mm-hmm. getting the boys through school and out on their own. And I can start building up a little nest egg for the uh, shack that I'm buying down on the golf. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Yeah, it's gonna be a small place. People have to come visit in small numbers. We'll have to we'll have to bring the RV because yeah, there won't say. be anywhere to sleep because it'll be a shack. Yeah, and you got an air conditioner. Make sure the air conditioner. Yeah, really <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's got to have air conditioning. Yeah, so it won't be long for me to to join you in in that uh, being retired. Now, what I like about here is, <laughs> but you've alluded to you know just how how many different things there are here that that you can do and be involved in and, mm-hmm. and you know have some you know different experiences just about every day in, in some cases so mm-hmm. i appreciate it and our audience appreciates it and we're gonna just say we're gonna wish you the best of luck and relaxation oh, in yeah. all your travels and doing the dog shows the agility and riding around in the rv <laughs> and let's keep our fingers crossed that gas prices won't soar uh, they're already going up the they're roof. going up they're going up gosh yeah they're going up right now <laughs> said yeah. they're going to be three dollars a gallon yeah. soon yeah that's all right uh, i guess <laughs> i mean you know gotta go with what you got right yeah all right well, thank you, Mr. Kelly, and I wish everyone a great summer and a great next school year, and love you all. Up next, we're going to listen to our first I Believe essay. It's called I Believe in the Power of Creativity. It was written and recorded by Emily Wilson. Later on, we'll hear Jeremiah's I Believe essay. Both of these essays will be played as well on the Changemaker podcast that is produced by the American Printing House for the Blind. You'll be able to catch Emily's this week, June 3rd, and Jeremiah's will be played later on this summer. I believe that creativity and being creative can be a great coping skill. In today's ever-changing world, people feel that they have lost all fun in their lives or that they've lost all control of what happens next. Today's busy world leaves little time for fun and relaxation. However, there is a way to relieve the stress of a busy day. The world of creativity. I believe that creativity is a great coping skill for anyone to have for a few reasons. First and foremost, it is an activity you can do almost anywhere, anytime, and any way. Creativity is such a broad term with many varieties grouped into it. The sky is truly the limit with what you can do. How does this tie into creativity being a coping skill? Well, with how open and limitless it is, you can be creative wherever you feel the need. And now with drawing, writing, and editing apps and desktop applications on the rise, you can take it with you. There really is no limit to when and where you can be creative. The second reason is that it's a great tool for refocusing energy. Nervous energy can be hard to refocus and even harder to deal with. A constant feeling of nervousness for an upcoming exam or worrying that maybe that presentation didn't go quite like you'd hoped. It can be an awful feeling to deal with at times. And in times like these, I pull up a few videos to edit. It's a repetitive process that once you start, is easy to follow. A task like this is incredibly calming, if not because of the process, then because of the fact that you're focusing on something else.
In some situations, focusing on a project that requires your full attention can help ease the nervousness you might have felt. And lastly, creativity is a world you can control. Everyone has felt helpless and like they're just being pulled around by fate at least once. In this fast-paced world, it isn't uncommon to want to do something not because you have to, but because you want to. Once again, the world of creativity provides a solution. If you enjoy writing, there is an entire world at your fingertips where you decide what happens next. Or if you're drawing or editing, you make the decisions on what to make. No one is telling you how to create. No one is giving you any set deadline or criteria to follow. And best of all, no one is telling you to be creative at a certain time or in a certain way. It's all up to what you want to make and when you want to make it. Creativity is a skill I believe everyone should learn, as it can help in many ways. Some may think it's exhausting, frustrating, or overall not worth the effort. But in the end, the struggle is what makes it worth it. Once a piece is done, you'll know that it was you who made it. It was you who worked hard, and that feeling is worth everything. All right, now on the Senior Showcase, I want to welcome and introduce you to one of our outstanding seniors on campus, Dariana Dowdell, and we're going to call her D. How you doing today, D? I'm great. How are you? Hey, man, it's great to have you on the May edition of the OSSB podcast, and how does it feel to be a senior, D? It feels great. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy to be back. Yeah. And, you know, spend my senior year with you guys. That's great. Yeah, so you spent a lot of this year virtual, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you were virtual up until April, correct? Yes. Yeah, so came back for the last couple of months of school. Yes. And very exciting. So what's your what? tell us about your senior year a little bit, because it was a little different being virtual. Oh, well, it's it was pretty challenging because I couldn't really spend time with my friends. And I had to spend time at home, which I didn't mind, but I really like a part of me wanted to come back, mm-hmm. but we couldn't. Right. And I thought that, you know, I was going to have to graduate from home and, you know, go to prom from home. But <laughs> now that everything has, you know, opened back up, I was able to come back and graduate here at OSSB and, right. you know, to be able to see you guys again and reunite with everybody. So, that, you know, that was really great. Yeah. So is it very important to you then to have a, a graduation where you can walk in person? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So big shout out to the leadership team for making that happen. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. So you hadn't been at OSSB all that long, right? Three mm-hmm. years maybe? When did, what grade were you in when you came to OSSB? When I started at OSSB, I was in the ninth grade. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So your last four years then. Yes. Here at the Ohio State School for the Blind, and what are what do you want to share with us? Some of your fondest memories or experiences that you've had here at OSSB? Hmm. Oh uh, well. I bet you got a ton, don't you? I got yeah, I've quite a few. Okay. Um, I really enjoyed you know meeting everybody and mm-hmm. you know building a bond. Right. You know. Yeah. 
I would say, like, OSSB is just not a school for me. It's like my family. Uh It's like my family away from home. Sure. And, yeah, some of it could be dysfunctional, but. What family isn't, right? Right. I quoted one time as saying, we are a dysfunctionally functional family. (laughs) But we make it work, right? Right. Okay. Now, what were some of the things you were involved in besides academics? I know you did a lot of things with the after-school clubs here. Yeah, I mean, I did uh, I did some CrossFit, mm-hmm. and I did, like, that year we had, uh, what did we have that year? Momentum, which I did for a second year in a row. Oh, that was dance, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I did knitting that second, first and second year, mm-hmm. too, and uh, did Game On. Okay. Did Poetry Club. Wow. We did a jewelry making club too. Oh, so that's, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, to make some bracelets and necklaces and stuff, mm-hmm. some earrings. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you uh, still have that stuff? I still have. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. All right. Um. Gosh, I think that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's a lot, though. That is. That's a lot of things you were involved in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so let's talk about where you're going from here after you graduate. I know you're so excited about graduation and prom and all those end-of-the-year activities, but what are you planning on doing once you get out of OSSB? I'm actually coming back next year for EDGE. Okay, doing that transition program? Yes. Going to work, right? Yes. Yeah, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. And you guys will be doing interns at three or four different places, internships. Yeah. And that'll be that'll be good. So we're not losing you for good. Then we're just gonna no. l- lose you for the summer. But you'll be coming back as senior plus, yes, doing the edge program. So okay, let's talk to the underclassmen real quick. All right, mm-hmm. students that are coming up after you. Mm-hmm. What sort of advice or words of wisdom would you tell those guys, those younger guys? Here's the thing: when I started, I could say for me. I was very homesick Mm -hmm. because it was always me and my mom. Mm -hmm. And if you have only like one parent and if you could relate to me and if you've never been away from home, Mm -hmm. just stay positive and stay strong, especially if you're in the residential department. Just, you know, stay positive and remain positive. And did you rely on your friends and, and people here to help you get through that initial stage of being homesick? Yes. Okay. All right. So stay positive and rely on your classmates and your dorm mates. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. Mm-hmm. Very good. Is there anything else you want to add before we get out of here? I know you're an avid podcast listener. I am. <laughs> One of my favorite things I'm always going to remember about Dee is she, she always tells me, Mr. Kelly, I listened to the podcast <laughs> over the weekend, and I like such and such, or that was too long, or, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so do you have anything else you want to add before we wrap up your segment on the Senior Showcase? I would just like to send a special shout-out to our teachers and our principal, Principal Wagner, Mm -hmm. and our uh, superintendent, Dr. Lou Manis. Mm -hmm. You know, for everything they're done and, you know, for them trying to, you know, be be involved in getting us back on campus. Yeah. Yep. A lot of hard work there. On behalf of the teachers and everybody else, I'm just going to say thank you for saying that. That means a lot hearing it from our students. And thank you for coming on today, Dee. Thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. On the Senior Showcase, I want to introduce to you another one of our outstanding seniors. This is Peggy Philbrick. 
Hello, Peggy. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Are you excited to be a senior? Yes, I am. And graduating. All right. Yep. It is that time of year, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. So what are you most excited about right now? Prom, graduation. Yes. What? What is it? Um, Mostly prom, but also graduation. Okay. Prom is coming up soon, and it's going to be outside this year, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, what's your senior year been like? You did part of it virtually, and then you came back and part of it in person, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So are you glad to be back at school with your friends? Yes, I am. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that's good. We're, we're certainly glad that we made that happen and everybody's back here in person. Excited about graduation, excited about prom. Uh, let's look back at, at your time at OSSB. What's some of your favorite things that you really enjoyed about being here at school? Um, being with my friends. Yeah. Now, did you stay at school here or did you go home every day? Um, I go home every day. Okay. All right. So you day student. Did you, were you involved in any sports here at, at the school for the blind? Swimming. Okay. Did some swimming. Yeah. What was and your band? And band. Yeah. What instrument did you play in the band? Cymbals. Cymbals. Yeah. Every band needs a good cymbal player. I don't care who you are. Right. Need a good cymbal player in the band, right? Yes. Yeah. That's fun. And, uh, got to go on all those marching band trips and things like that. Yes. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Yes, it uh -huh. is. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I know. Glad you were involved in those activities and made you a lot of good friends here at school. So what what are you looking forward to when you leave OSSB? Mm. Are you coming back for the EDGE program? Are you yes, gonna... I am. Okay, you're coming back for the EDGE as well. Just talk to Dee, and that's the EDGE program is our transition program from high school to work. So you'll get all the support from OSSB, and then you also get some work experience. Are you excited about that? Yes. All right. Well, I can't wait for graduation to, uh, I'll be watching from my classroom, of course. Uh, the families will get to come and be here live, and, and that's pretty important, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And then the rest of us will get to watch via live stream in our classrooms. So, but I'll be there with you in spirit. And Peggy, I just want to say thank you for coming on the podcast today. Is there anything else that you want to say? Any shout outs that you want to, to give anybody? I'll be missing everybody at OSSB. All right. Yeah. And we were going to miss you too, but we're going to wish you the best of luck. I know that you're just going to do great and you can't wait to hear some good stories about what you're up to in the years to come. Thank you, Peggy. You're welcome. We're going to go back down to the art department and we're going to talk to Miss Rochelle Smith and Miss Claudia Redder. You know, they got a very exciting and important update on the OSSB history project, that book we've been waiting for. Right, guys? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank hey. you. We do have a update Yay. on the OSSB history book project. Um, we're happy to announce that it is almost complete. And we just hung up um, just a few minutes ago. We were in the hallway, first floor, uh, right in front of the art room, hanging up the uh, memory quilt, OSSB memory quilt, which was made as part of this project. Let's talk about that. And 
Claudia, welcome back as well. Hey, thanks, Mr. Kelly. All right. So who wants to start off and talk about the quilt and then we'll circle back around to the book? I'm sure I can talk a little bit about the quilts. I think um, Claudia had a little bit more to do with the book than I did. Um, So for the quilt, um, what we wanted was for students to think of their favorite memory uh, at OSSB and to create a piece of artwork using different materials um, like scrap fabric and felt and bottle caps and things like that to represent um, that memory. So they would create a scene of something that happened. um, Like, for example, oh, Miss Claudia, can you think of one that was really good that we had? Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Zach Thompson made that one about the circuit. Uh He made this uh, little electrical circuit on his quilt square and... What I did was I jumped on on Zoom to kind of interview the kids about their quilt square and what it represented. And Zach said, this is a circuit I made in science, in Ms. Schwamberger's science class. And he said, science is one of my favorite subjects. Yeah. I love that quilt square. It's great. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it was cool. That does sound nice. So we had a lot of memories like that, um, that students put into art. And now they're all together in a quilt that is uh, a permanent display in the school. Oh, great. So that's hanging downstairs and by the art room. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have um, a list of, like a written list of what the memories represent yes. and probably a version in Braille too so everyone could read it. Yeah, right now there's no written information with it, but we plan on adding um, some information in print and Braille so people know what the different memories are. Okay, that sounds good. Is there going to be a unveiling of this thing or just hang it up and just an invitation to come by and... Um, for right now, due to COVID, we haven't been able to do like a big unveiling. So yeah, it's just yeah. up for people to come by and experience. Okay. Yeah, can I jump in about that COVID thing? <laughs> well, yeah. Man, the yes. history project has uh, just the original intention got completely derailed by the pandemic, as I'm sure mm-hmm. everybody's plans did. So we kind of had to rethink what we wanted to do. Originally, we were scheduled to have exhibitions at the State Library and the State House and yes. the Rife Gallery Lobby, and all that just kind of went out the window. And then with online learning and not everybody in school, I couldn't come to the school either. So we did a lot of this stuff via Zoom. Yes. Like even the quilt squares, Miss Michelle actually sent in the mail students like kits of fabric and bottle caps mm-hmm. and pipe cleaners and stuff to make these quilt squares. Yep. You know, and I'd get on on Zoom to talk to the kids about their projects and it just every assignment that we gave for this project wound up being something that the kids could do or needed to be able to do at home on their own. Another piece of the project is a self-portrait photo project. Originally, it was my intention to take pictures of kids at the school, but because we couldn't do that, we sort of shifted things around and taught them a little bit about the difference between a selfie and a (laughs) self-portrait, because there's a difference, right? (laughs) Um, And we got back a lot of great pictures, you know, just uh, kids taking shots with their telephone or asking yeah. someone else to take their picture right. and kind of directing how they wanted to be photographed and what they wanted to be doing. And mm. then there's some great captions to go along with those pictures. So I love that part of the project. Yeah, I enjoyed that too. We got to find out a lot about the students. Like I think one student took a picture with all of his dogs surrounding him. Yeah. It's it really cool to see those types of things. Well, hats off to you guys for getting in the virtual environment. You know, this, that's just incredible to be able to do that. Uh, cause I, I, the, the struggle is real, right? <laughs> this is so the, true. 
So can do you want to move to the book at this point and talk about how that has developed? Yeah. Um, one thing I also wanted to mention was that when we first started this project back in the fall of 2020, mm-hmm. we had sent out a big MailChimp survey to the entire OSSB community. And we got a lot of great responses from faculty and staff and some alumni too. So some of their contributions are also included in this project. Um, it actually kind of starts out the book. I think the book has become a collection of all these different pieces and parts that will create kind of a, it's kind of a time capsule for the 2021 Mm -hmm. um, years. And it's titled this moment in time. And I think that kind of sums it up because it's student artwork and writing about the COVID pandemic, Mm -hmm. the quilt square project, the self portrait photo project, and then some of the responses we got from our survey. One of the things when we were researching the history of the school was that we couldn't find anything about the flu pandemic in what was it? 1918, 1918. you know, and everyone thought, well, we should at least put something down in this book that says something about COVID. So now there's something that's going to be in the archives about student experiences with the pandemic. We hope to put a blurb on the uh, website, the school website, as well as on the Facebook page and through the school newsletter so that people, parents can access it. Um, and purchase a copy of the book. All right. Are we going to have it produced in alternative formats? I'd like to be able to get a Braille version. I think there'll be an ebook version available on the site for purchase as well. Yeah, we could definitely use um, our Braille production to produce something in Braille as well. All right. So, yeah, we're hoping to make it accessible for yeah. as many people as possible. Right. But it's been so much work getting it together right now. I'm just happy one yeah. version. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to you gotta celebrate your successes as they happen. I can actually get a summer vacation. Yay. And, and we, <laughs> yes, we all need that. Yep. And me too. But, uh, yeah, I, but I, I don't foresee it being a problem to have it produced in an accessible format um, for large printer, braille, or audio. you know, for that to happen. And I uh, do think too, in reference to your previous comment about how we lost all these exhibitions and stuff, I'm hoping that those exhibitions were considered just on hold as opposed to canceled permanently. So maybe next year we can get something in the works and even something at the school. That was originally our big plan was to have a school open house with all these things in it. Yeah. So hopefully next year. So it's to be continued. It's an ongoing project. History doesn't just happen in one day. And it keeps happening. (laughs) We're just putting it off a year, right? We're going to do it this fall. It can be done next fall. It can be done, you know, Mm -hmm. do it in the winter, you know, when we're all inside anyway. And we'll keep you updated on podcast about when those things are going to happen. And we'll put that link when it's available in the show notes so that you can get out there and buy your copy of the book. So, Miss Smith, talk about maybe a grant opportunity or something coming down the line. Uh, yeah. So we have applied for another grant through the Ohio Arts Council to continue working with Miss Claudia um, on another project. And I think this project is going to be more of a timeline because we never got to complete that part. It was a part of our original plan Mm -hmm. for this history project. And um, we really want to have some kind of tactile timeline within the school um, that everyone can come in and experience. Because we found out so many interesting things about the history of the Mm -hmm. school 
and students were doing research yeah. to find images to go along with them and that all fizzled out because of sure. COVID. So right. it'd be nice to finish that part. Um, I'm envisioning sort of a, a wall of banners that represent a decade or a significant event in the school's history yeah. that also has like braille, like glued on or sewn on or something so that people yeah. can touch it and read it, but also see it too. Yeah. And it's going to, it'll build on the, the, one of the projects that was done by somebody outside the school. Uh, did you see it down the connector? Yeah. The mural. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's we, beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. We covered that in the podcast, um, in April on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. So that is exciting stuff. And it really, it really does bring it home about how this, how the blind school started out and things we've done and where we've been and, and points to the future and talks, you know, you can really feel the direction of the school, uh, by looking at those kinds of murals and timelines and things like that. So, spectacular stuff that you're doing and really appreciate it. And I'm glad, I hope we get that grant and we can keep Miss Claudia around Yeah, that would be great. for a few <laughs> more nice years. nice to be back in the building again. <laughs> yes, yeah. it I is. I hot dogs on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, and hot dog. <laughs> right? I want I hot dog. Day. There, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much guys. I appreciate and our audience as well appreciates all the hard work that you've done and doing some amazing stuff. And we're looking forward to when the book is available. We'll definitely keep you updated. Thanks for this opportunity to yeah, talk about thanks, it. Yeah, thanks, It's been an honor to work with you. Yeah, I love it. I appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, guys. And next on the podcast, I would like to welcome Miss Picard. Good morning, Miss Picard. Good morning. Now, I hear that you are going to be retiring after this year. You heard right. We're definitely going to miss you, but before you head out, we wanted to ask you a few questions. So, firstly, how long have you been at OSSB? I have been at OSSB 28 years. Wow. That's a By nice amount of time. I graduate, I'll be here 28 years. <laughs> time I graduate. <laughs> You're leaving with us this year. <laughs> right. I was waiting for you. Oh, all right. <laughs> there you go. I, I told you you had to stay until I left. <laughs> I mean, she wouldn't do it. She won't. <laughs> no. My husband wouldn't let me. Oh, there you go. Blame it on the other half. All right. So besides teaching technology, what else have you been involved in? Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) Lots of stuff. Let's see. (laughs) When I first came, I was a substitute teacher, and then that sort of grew into a full-time technology position. And we hired Mr. Kelly. Yeah. And me and Mr. Kelly and... Mrs. Kaler, former science teacher, it was in the internet and school networks infancy. And we ran, I was the network administrator for about 10 years. And we sort of put that all together, ran it, and uh, then switched gears. I, I also taught during that same time, too, sort of doing a half and half thing. And then uh, they changed things around, and I went back into the classroom full-time. And I've also been a forensics coach, a goalball coach, involved with senior class activities, went on trips, senior trips. Close-up. Close-up, right. Yeah. 
Um, I forgot you did. What else did stuff? I do, Mr. Kelly? I forget. Right, well, close up came to mind because I, I took yeah. it. I took it over after you stopped doing it, and then we passed right. it on to Mr. Nixon. I think. Right. That was fun, and pretty much whatever needed to be done, wrote uh, grants with Mr. Kelly and Mrs. Kaler, and got lots of money for our technology. The raising the bar, grant. raising the bar, that was huge, that and was, that was yeah, huge, it was. <laughs> And also the distance learning right. initiative. Oh boy, got a, another grant for that. So we had some successful years. A lot, a lot of collaborations with Ohio State and Shawnee State, and right, yeah, working with and them. other local school districts. Yeah. So any uh, anything that really highlight, you know, anything that you've done here at school? That's anything you really stand out as like, man, this was huge. This is well a legacy for you or whatever. Oh, I there's no legacy. You know me, Dan. I don't talk about myself. <laughs> no. Uh, no, teaching is not an immediate gratification profession, generally. Yeah. And it's nice to see students that come back and hear about students that come back and have been successful out there on their own. Whether it's getting a job, graduating from college, going to graduate school. And I like to think that I had a little bit of something to do with their success. So that, that makes me feel good. And I like the sort of special relationships I developed with some of the students, especially my, my goalball girls. We had wonderful road trips together and those will always be memorable for me. I know for me personally, one that sticks out is when we got a uh, third place overall in the conference. Right. That was a good year. Yes, it was. <laughs> we got second before you came along, Emily. We, <laughs> we got second. Mr. All Kelly, right. Mr. Kelly was so mad at me because we did better than he does. Did you, did you remember that game, Dan? It went into double overtime. And yeah, the, yeah. It was Katie and Leslie Kate. and, uh, oh, Jerica, yeah. Jerica, yes, but that was that. Was, yes, that was very intense. That was an intense game. Very intense. Yeah. Okay, that's my one. But we yeah. digress. <laughs> yes, we do. But I wasn't mad at you for doing better than me. Oh, Emily, you know, Mister. Oh yeah, Kelly. no, I could, could definitely see. Yeah, I could no, definitely see. I, you know, because the boys got a championship in twelve, so you know. We got first place. Okay, see? What, what, there we go. <laughs> I mean, just saying. All right. All and right. he right proves along. our point. <laughs> <laughs> no, coaching was fun. Really love coaching together. Yeah. You know. So what's your, what you got next there, Em? Uh, what, do you, what would you say have been some of the biggest changes you've seen at the school? Well, I, I think that uh, technology is pervasive for everyone no matter if you have a disability or not. And if you aren't skillful at using your technology, you might be hindered in making some life progress. And I think that was one of the things that when I first got here, I pushed for was making sure that technology became a centerpiece of where the school was headed. And I pushed with that and that's part of why we got Mr. Kelly because he had the same mindset and I think we sort of started getting things going and you know with the grants and such yeah. and you know we just kept that going 
And the technology for this population always lagged behind, but in the last, I'd say, 10 years, it's really caught up with regular technology. And now technology for blind, visually impaired students changes almost as quickly as for normally sighted people. So we have to constantly keep up with that. And sometimes that's difficult due to funding. Sometimes it's difficult because, you know, there's whatever roadblocks there might be. It's been a difficult shift for our population to use just iPads. And some of the difficulty is, you know, using an iPad with a Braille display. Some of the functionality is not there for them. So that can can be frustrating. I do like the one-on-one technology push, but I think we have to, well, you guys have to anyway, (laughs) look at, uh, you know, we can't forget what's going to happen to this population. Many of them, once they graduate from here, what kind of technology are they going to be using? And I think we need to broaden our instruction on more than just one type of technology, especially for this population, because that's so important. I see many of our low vision students struggling to look at the small screens on their iPads, and it's hard for them a lot. But we built a good foundation. Yeah. We kind of promoted this mindset of technology being the centerpiece, and also the student is the center for, you know, what, what... they need what it's they not need. yeah it's not right. you know you're not gonna find uh one thing you know nope. one mold you know uh, one size not, fits all yeah one size yeah. fits all that doesn't work like that no we've done really well with that and we're gonna still continue to offer uh other options as we always have i mean we we have always especially with our juniors and seniors showcased other screen readers out there besides JAWS or other note takers besides the Braille note, you know, because you, you made up a good point that when they leave, what technology will they have access to? Right. And it's about teaching concepts and, and so on and so forth. Okay. But, is this about me or you? Yeah. I, no, it's, <laughs> it's about, yeah, it's about you and your legacy. That you've oh, lost. yeah. Okay. This is what this legacy. Is. Legacy. Getting the, pretty the, deep here. The card legacy <laughs> at OSSB. Next question. Yeah. Let's move on to um, our, is, I think it's the final question. Actually, No, we have two more. Oh, we do. All right. What's, what's the next one? <laughs> um, what advice for new teachers do you have? This is going to be good. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think all of our teachers are supportive and to always be ready to and understand the learning style that your students have. And they're very individual. And sometimes, as we all know, as teachers here, you're doing five different things in one classroom because your students are at different levels, different skill levels. They access their information in different ways. So you've got to juggle using note takers and braille displays and low vision devices. So always and and I think the most important thing which we've always had difficulty doing which I think might be getting better I'm hoping is technology class computer class was always a standalone thing and they'd come in and Mr. Kelly and I would work with them and teach them skills and 
then there was oftentimes difficulty generalizing what they learned in here. And there wasn't the reinforcement right. in their other classrooms either. And, and I get that. But now we're going into the, the classroom with the other teachers using their technology in the moment when they need it and then helping troubleshoot and learn as they're using them in whatever environment, whether that's English class or science, whatever. Yeah. I think all teachers need to, and I think they are, aware of the technology that we use and that the students use and learn even just the basics mm -hmm. so that they can help them. That's good advice. That's I told you, I, I knew it was going to be great. <laughs> yeah, right, Mr. Kelly. It was going to be good. Yeah, no, we saw. You can pay me later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to? You, you know, you're retiring. What are, what are you, you going to be doing? You know, I really don't like that word retiring. It's like, okay, uh, you're going to go. We're putting you out. The, you're, yeah, you're, putting you're out, out the pasture. pasture. <laughs> I'll, I'll go hang out with my horses. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to be involved. I want to take up drawing and painting again. I want to spend more time with my horses, do some volunteer work, certainly stay in touch with OSSB. And, you know, I, I, I am not one to just sit around and do nothing. So a yeah, lot of energy. <laughs> so, so we won't say retiring. We'll say moving forward. That sounds good. Moving, moving on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, going to do any traveling or well, I hope to. Yeah, oh, you know, yeah. I, things I open back up, right? I was supposed to go to Italy last May. Ooh. That that obviously didn't work out. So yeah, yeah I think. Well, that, yeah, I hope you get to do that trip. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, because I have good food and pretty sights too. Mm -hmm. Great architecture. <laughs> That's old, true. Old lots, of, lots of history. And, yeah. All right. Do you have anything you want to add? Anything Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> All right. No. Good uh, luck, Mr. Kelly. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks. Good luck. Yeah. I know you guys have already for forgotten all about me. No. It's all right. That'll never happen. And yeah. Mr. Kelly, we need to stay in touch, okay? Oh, we're going to stay in don't, touch. Don't, don't forget that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll we'll stay in touch always. Um, Hopefully, we're going to get you back here as a sub. I don't know. <laughs> he says, about no, that. you're not. <laughs> She's uh, like, uh, I think not. But no, we'll definitely do but that. But never say never, right? right? Fair enough. Well, thanks for coming on today, Ms. Picard. I really appreciate that. Okay. Up next, we're going to hear Jeremiah's I Believe essay I Believe in the Golden Rule and Direct Communication. This essay was written by Jeremiah and performed by Trent Tribble. I believe in the golden rule and direct communication. This is to treat others how you want to be treated and speak directly with those you have to interact with. I believe in the golden rule because I myself have been treated unfairly before. I got in a conflict with my mother about me not answering my phone. But instead of talking to me, she told another person. She told me that that person told her I was being rude. I asked my mom, why do you only tell your side of the story? I feel that if you're upset with someone, you should talk to them first so you can understand their side of the story. I have also been in a situation where I have treated someone unfairly. One time, my mom asked me what I wanted for dinner. I was really into what I was doing at the time and didn't feel like responding to her question. 
I noticed she was mad when she changed her tone of voice and said, I'm not going to buy you a suit for graduation or take you to it. At first, I didn't know who was right or who was wrong. But after she explained why she was upset, I could see her point of view in regards to our communication issue. I ended up doing the right thing. I got my mind right and I relaxed. I apologized and she accepted my apology. It looks like we both have problems with each other and we wouldn't have these problems if we used the golden rule in direct communication. Now I'm going to talk about someone who treats people how they should be treated. While attending a school, living in a dorm, my first roommate was a very kind person. He was one of the first people I ever saw be nice to everyone. I have ataxia, which is a condition that affects my walking, so I have to use a wheelchair. He would always help me get to where I needed to go without complaining. He would actually volunteer to escort me. He would always greet people with a very nice voice and a smile. I remember the one time my roommate asked me for some advice on how to write a rap song. My mind went blank. I didn't know how to write a rap song. I listened to a lot of music and made beats sometimes, but never written a song. I wanted to give him good advice, but I had no experience writing songs, so I had to think about my response for a second. I know that from a creative perspective, it's best to create from within. So I just told him, write what's in your heart. He said okay and then left the room. Even though my roommate never told me if he took my advice, I believe I communicated with my roommate effectively. I figured since my roommate asked for my assistance, I should do my best to provide quality suggestions. I believe you should give back to those who give to you. In conclusion, I believe that through my experiences, I'm constantly learning how to practice the golden rule in direct communication. On the Senior Showcase, I want to introduce you to one of our outstanding seniors, Zach Thompson. Hey, Zach. Hi. There's Zach. Now, Zach's name might ring a bell because Zach had a lot of contributions to the podcast, right, Zach? Yep. Yeah, all that music that we listened to, a lot of it was made by Zach using what program? GarageBand. GarageBand on the iPad. Um, so you remember making all those songs and then sharing them and emailing them to me. And then we put them on the podcast. Yep. Yeah. So uh, are you excited to be graduating, Zach? Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Very good. So what are you doing at what are you doing after graduation? Are you coming back for the edge program? Um yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the edge program is our transition program to get you from high school into the workforce, right? Getting a job. What do you want to do, man? What are you thinking about? Thinking of uh, being a uh, content creator. Content creator. What kind of content are you interested in creating, Zach? Well, I did make a few a few videos on oh. my channel. Okay, see, got your own YouTube channel and yep, making videos. All right. So, are those of games that you play, or what kind of videos yeah, are they? Games. All right. Well, that sounds good. So, is there anything you want to share with us 
on the podcast about your memories at OSSB. My content for OSSB. Uh-huh. I did make music for this. Yes, you did. You were always excited to come into Computer Lab and mess around with Logic Pro, too, and the keyboard. Right? Logic Pro? Yeah. Oh, Remember right. Remember last uh, year, before we I went... I collaborated with you. That's right. Uh, Zach is a collaborator putting together some tunes, some jamming jingles for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, we certainly appreciate that. Um, are you going to go to prom this year? Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's going to be good. Prom's going to be fun. It is. Yeah. Do you have big plans for the summer after you graduate? Well, I am going to be at my grandma's, so. Yeah. Yeah. You guys usually do I some. I don't know what I would do there, though. Yeah. You guys usually do some traveling, don't you? Go on vacation? Hmm. Or go swimming or do something? We probably do something. Okay. <laughs> All right. We probably go swimming if the um the elks open. Yeah, that's right. If we get get everything. Otherwise, up. otherwise we go to our cousin's pool. Oh, there you go. It's always good to have a plan B, right? <laughs> plan Bs are good. Hey, are there any shout outs that you want to give her? Shout outs? Yeah, you know anybody you want to say. Mm. Hey to, bye to, or anything like that. Your favorite teachers. Who do I want to shout out? Um, shout out to Bryce. Bryce, yeah. AKA B Rice. <laughs> yep. You and Bryce, man. Partners in the tech stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You guys are always getting around, messing around with channel, He does play with his, with his toys. Right. He's- uh, iPads and Braille notes and all that kind of stuff. You guys are always make, changing the voices and making them do all that sound funny and speak in different languages and stuff like that. Make sound effects too with the text to speech. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there you Recently, go. Recently, I made the Gigi Copter. Oh, yeah. Uh, the voice I used is uh, Yoda. Yeah. Uh, she, she's Turkish. Uh-huh. To make the engine starting sound, you typed in G-I-G-I. Okay. And then, once you have a, a few G-I's without spacing, you, you spam G. Oh, I gotcha. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. It sounds like a helicopter. Oh, cool. All right. Well, thank you, Zach. appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. Mm-hmm. And always for sharing that wonderful music with us that you created. And we're going to wish you the best of luck and in the Edge program and looking forward to hearing great stories about all of your accomplishments in the future. All the music that we heard during Zach's interview was created and mixed, produced by Zach himself. Thank you, Zach. Now it's time for another podcast promo. These podcasts are created by people who are blind or visually impaired, and they come from all over the world. In case you are interested in checking some of these out, I'd like to share one with you each month as part of my membership in the Blind Podmaker Club. This month's promo will be Mosin at Large out of New Zealand. This is one of my favorite podcasts. 
to hear anything from a blindness perspective. Things covered are technology, advocacy, and much more. So check out the Motion at Large podcast. There's a throng of people waiting for the release of the next episode of Mosin at Large. I thought we'd talk to some of them and ask them why. Mosin at Large keeps me informed about technology. Yeah, but like it also like talks about all kinds of things, but from a blindness perspective. The interviews are well done and really interesting. I love that people contribute from all over the world and everyone has a chance to be heard. I don't always agree with everything he says to be sure, but fair play. He makes me think. I must say... Sometimes he really makes me laugh. Having a place that's about our issues is so important and refreshing. Join me, Jonathan Mosen, and our audience who contributes from all around the world for Mosen at Large, the show that's got the blind community talking. You can listen live on Mushroom FM, YouTube, Facebook, or Clubhouse, or follow Mosen at Large in your podcast app of choice. Please note, no real humans were bothered during the recording of this promo. Mosin at Large Podcast. On the Senior Showcase... Joining us is Rico Evans. Hello, Rico. Hello. How are you doing today? Uh, pretty good. How about yourself? Uh, doing great. You started coming to OSSB and the Expanded Core Curriculum Camp and some of the other summer camps, right? Yeah. I actually started when I was eight years old in Braille Camp. Wow. Braille Camp. That's going back a little bit. Yep. All right. I remember meeting Caden and Evan. Good. You finally came to school here. It was last year. Last year. Okay. Something like that. All right. So a short time at OSSB, but I'm sure full of a, a lot of memories. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things did you do here at, at the school? What made you want to come to school here? Well, I'll start with what made me want to come to school here. I originally wanted to come here when I was in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. However, we just didn't. I had all the things I needed to have at my original district. Mm-hmm. It was just a social thing back then, but the circumstances just became perfectly aligned before my junior year. Gotcha. So all the stars and everything got into alignment, and you were able to come to school for the blind. What kind of things did you get involved in besides well, your classes here at OSSB? Well, as soon as I came here, I pretty much just jumped into things. I immediately signed up for marching band. Mm-hmm. What'd you play in the band? I played the trumpet. Oh, okay. That's a great instrument right there. That's what I play too. So. I immediately signed up for the all the athletics. Okay. All of them except for cheerleading. Okay. Um, all right. But we love them. I remember the first time I signed up for track here, you know, I was... I was really, really out of shape. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was trying to get in shape. for. So I knew swimming was towards the end of the year. Heading into the year, I knew swimming was going to be perfect. Right. But, I, and I knew I wasn't going to get in shape unless I forced myself to. So I signed up for everything. Gotcha. Very good. The track wrestling. Did you do goalball too? Yes, I did. Uh, okay. All right. So uh, Coach Heath and Coach Graham, they got you in shape for, for swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Were you... Uh, Pretty successful. Well, I didn't know butterfly before I went in there. Okay. So I learned butterfly. There you go. Yeah, butterfly is a hard one. I Very was, demanding. I was always worried about cracking my head into the wall <laughs> when you get down to the end of the pool. Then I'd be worried about, okay, you got to touch with both hands, right? Mm-hmm. In order to, then you make that turn. But yeah, butterfly. That's, it's that's, a constant like waving motion. Yeah. You have to keep, keep up. Um, and especially breathing, regulating that breathing and just how wavy you have to be is very hard, but you kind of get into a rhythm sure. once you 
mm-hmm. really figure out what you need. Yeah. Graduation's coming up, man. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. So uh, what are you looking forward to, man? What's what's next in the story of Rico? Once I leave here, I'm going to take off a year to get, you know, to get my brain in order, figure out what I want to do. I intend to go to college. Mm-hmm. Now, in the meantime, I'm going to be working on my music because that's the really that's the thing that I really want to work on. OK, so you're going to start writing some stuff and producing it then? Yep. I got my hands on a Yamaha keyboard and I'm working on figuring out how accessible Studio One is. Okay. All right. Studio One and Reaper and a lot, a lot of good stuff out there you can use. Mm-hmm. All right. And then going to head off to college. And So are you looking to uh, for a career, some kind of career in music then? I'm looking at music, and I'm also looking at business. Okay. My true, my real ambition in life it's not just to work with my music, but to make it a profitable business. Right. I eventually want to make my own record company. Yeah. I'm trying to be all independent here. <laughs> okay. A big part of being independent is, is being able to network, right? Yeah. Reach out and bring more people into your circle that can help you get where you need to go. So uh, I think independence does not always mean doing it solo, right? Right. Um, but yeah, okay, that's great, man. So get, get your business degree and, and that music background, and we'll be looking for your label one day. All righty. What are you going to call it? Do you know yet? Uh, no, I do not know yet. Um, I'm working on the foundations of it. I'm doing all the research, trying to figure out what I need before I even think about starting the thing. Okay, all right. But you gotta have, it's got to have a cool name. Yeah. It's got to catch the audience, you know? You got to grab their attention. True. Or else they're not going to buy your records. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I always ask all the seniors this, but what advice or words of wisdom would you offer underclassmen that are coming up after you? Well, I guess the most important thing I can think of at the moment would be don't overestimate yourself. It's never a bad idea to be confident but it's definitely a hindrance to be overconfident okay so don't be cocky yeah and conceited is that that what you're saying don't get in your own head okay don't get in your own head that's good advice but be confident right Mm -hmm. be confident enough that you know that you can do what you need to do but don't think that you can take on more than you can take The old saying, don't bite off more than you can chew, is real. Got it. All right. There you go. Okay, Rico, we're looking to hear great things about you, man. So uh, don't let us down. And uh, we're going to wish you the best of luck. And we're very excited uh, for you and everything to come. All righty. One last thing before I go. Right. Um, Any shout outs or what? You want to look for my artist's name and my album. My album, I don't know when it's going to be out yet, but it, the name currently is not a high school dropout not a high school dropout not a hey, high school dropout. we're gonna we're gonna set up an rss uh, uh locator for that so when it pops pops up we'll be sure to grab it all righty <laughs> um i hope to be back here in the future to promote this all right man we're gonna have you back on alumni focus someday all righty thank you rico no problem see, see you later
Hi, Evan. Hi. So what did you think of the senior dinner? I thought it was pretty good. What was your favorite? The wonton soup. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Hello, Matt. Hey, what's up? How have you been? I have been great. How are you? I've been well. So, did you enjoy the senior dinner? I did. It was very good. What was your favorite part? The cake. The cake? Which one did you get? I had the mango coconut. Oh, I had the ginger cake. Oh, which, did you like the ginger cake? It was good. I it was very gingery. It was very gingery. I also like these mugs. These mugs are really nice. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about those? Um, so they have one, it has a dragon, and then... I think it's Chinese, please forgive me, I don't know. <laughs> it's a senior dinner 2021, and then has another dragon on the other side of that, and it's all like under a temple, but the dragon's on either side of the temple. Yeah, it was pretty, those are pretty, and those we get to take those home. Yep. Yeah, that's exciting. Take chocolate milk out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Ian. Hi, Emily. So, what'd you think of the senior dinner? I think it was pretty good for what we were working with. I mean, the food was great, so that's all that matters, really. The food was good, wasn't it? it yeah, very. So what was your favorite? Oh, probably the uh, Thai curry soup. Ooh, I didn't get that. I got the wonton. Oh, yeah. No, you should have got the Thai curry. Oh, okay. yeah? I'm glad you liked that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, D. Hello, Emily. How are you? I'm doing well. So... What was your favorite part about the senior dinner? Um, my favorite part was, you know, being here. You have your right? And you got your awesome cake. Oh, you like, which cake did you get? Oh, that one's popular. I got the ginger cake. Just because I give you a hug. Oh, you got the ginger cake? Yeah. That one was good. Thank you, D. You're welcome. Joining us now is Mrs. Cortica. How are you, Miss Cortica? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Because you are going to be moving on and doing other things, I hear. Yes, I am. We hate to use the word retire. That's what I've heard so far. Mm-hmm. That I've talked to people and they're like, I don't want to use that word retire. I want to use something else like, I'm moving on. I'm graduating. Mm-hmm. So what's your take on that? Do you? I agree. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> yeah. All right. So when did you come to OSSB and what do you do here? I came to OSB in 1994. I was a transfer from Columbus Developmental Center Mm -hmm. and I applied to be the OT here, occupational therapist, and I got it. And I'm here. I've been here ever since. Yay. For those of our audience who may not be aware of what an occupational therapist does. Talk about that a little bit. Sure. I work in the fine motor area. I help people use their hands to help with their daily living, the things they do every day. It might be signature writing. It might be holding a utensil. It might be cutting with a knife. Just kind of all kind of different things that um, teachers ask me to help with to help the student make it through their day. Mm. I usually work in the Fine motor area. When you said fine motor, I thought you were talking about like a 350 big no. block or something like fine that. Fine motor. I'm sorry. Fine motor um, hands <laughs> and fingers and arms. I'm just teasing. Also some chewing sometimes, the smaller muscles of the body. Wow. You actually can work with people on, on how to get better at chewing. Well, in theory, yes. Okay. 
All right. No, that's interesting. I find that to be fascinating. Why did you want to be an OT? I um, always wanted to be an OT when I was growing up. I had a really good friend, Loretta, and her sister wanted to be an OT, and she started telling me about it. And then when I was in high school, my guidance counselor's roommate was an OT, and so she had brochures in her office, and I could ask questions, and and uh, kind of went from there. Wow. I went to toured Ohio State and then came here. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. All right. Cleveland rocks. You know it does. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and that's it. Okay. All right. Well, that's very interesting. I, I know in some fields, like, um, you know, they try, a lot of us will try to simulate uh, what our students are, are going through. Um, for instance, like, I had to teach students how to type with one hand using a one-handed keyboard or using a braille note or a braille display in one-handed mode. Um, have you tried doing some things like that just to kind of get in the shoes of, of what some of your uh, students are yes, doing? Yes. I, um, when I was younger, we had our whole family had chores on Saturday, and mine was uh, vacuuming the whole house. And during all of that, I would try to imagine what it'd be like to vacuum with just one arm, and I would try to do all the stairs and everything with this heavy Kirby vacuum. Wow. Just try that for a while. It was hard. And then sometimes I'd try with just one leg vacuuming and try one leg with a limp, and that was well before I knew anything about OT, so I guess it was in my blood. Yeah, so that was sort of the laying the foundations for yeah, going into like this career. Yeah, a precursor. Yeah. yeah. So that's good to develop that empathy right off, right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. So been here since '94. Are there mm -hmm. any um, any highlights you want to talk about with your time at OSSB? Well, I had my second son here in '96. Of course, that's a highlight. But I had um, like here on campus. No, not here on campus, <laughs> Mr. Kelly. So uh, now that you're graduating and <laughs> moving on, do you, do you have big plans of? Oh, just the usual, you know, travel, mm -hmm. see my family more. Yeah, going to go back up to Cleveland? Yeah. 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 And um, Go to a tribe game or two? I hope to. Yeah, that's fun. I was at a tribe game a couple of weeks ago. Were you? Against the Twins. Yeah, oh. it's, it's the first time I've been in a baseball stadium in two years, I think. Oh, wow. And it's a new stadium, too. A progressive field. Yeah. yeah and I was in the bleachers on the on third base side. Were you? Yeah, it was. It was fun. Yeah, oh, so good. I hope you. I hope you get to do that. Good. Yeah, it was fun. Nothing tastes better than a hot dog in a baseball the stadium. stadium. That's right. That's so, right. Yeah, my brother and I went a couple of years ago, and we had a good time. Yeah, that's good. So yeah, I hope to do more things. He's retired, and his wife's retired, and um, you know, maybe touch base with some of our d relatives and things like that. I don't know what he has up his sleeve, but oh, good. I don't mind one bit. See if you have relatives that are spread out around the country. Mm -hmm. Eastern can... Pennsylvania yeah. near Scranton. I know everyone knows where Scranton is these days. Sure, um, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Scranton. That's right. And um, my father's family is from Ashtabula, okay. the Painesville area. Yeah, yeah, up in the northeast. Yeah, so we got some families still left in both places that we want to see how they're doing. Yeah, good. 
That sounds like you're, you're going to have some fun. Yeah. And you're going to stay busy. Yeah. Which is, which is good. Are you going to, uh, stay in touch with OSSB? I hope to. Good. We're going to have you back as a sub, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> All at right. Le- at least at the Christmas concerts when they come back. I love those Christmas concerts. Yeah. Well, I hope they hope we'll have our first winter concert next year. Really? That's the plan. It's good. getting back to normal. So glad to hear that. After July first is we're gonna they're gonna look at it again and see glad. if we can do it. Glad so, to hear it. So what is there anything else you want to add? Well, I'll, before, I'll I'll just miss everybody and Yeah. You know, wish my kids well and wish the staff well and um I just can't believe it on one hand. <laughs> Flies when I by. have to turn in my keys, that'll be when I'll feel it, I guess. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you're just think about your trading keys. You're turning in your work keys, and you're going to get keys to all your relatives' house. So, right? <laughs> they, they don't know it yet, but, yeah, I'll be there knocking. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you so much, and okay. we're definitely going to miss you, too, and all of uh-huh. your expertise, and, and I very much have enjoyed working with you on uh-huh. with you helping me get kids that, had a difficult time connecting note takers to printers. Um, you remember pre USB? Yes, I do. We had one student that had, you know, was constantly bending pins on yes. cables. And, my gosh, yes, I remember like, now. Miss Cortica, you got to help me. You got to, you got to help me figure this kid out. Yes, that's exactly so right. Yeah. Came to my rescue those years. Oh, well, thank that you. So and you've much. helped me a ton because I am. Not a tech person. That's one one good thing about our staff. We're, we always show up and support each other. And, we and, do. And, you know, that, it's, that part it's a, will be missed. Yeah, uh, it's a good camaraderie. Right. All right. Well, thank you. And I really appreciate you coming on and sharing with us. Today. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you. On the Senior Showcase right now, we're joined by Ian Bell. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, How you Mr. Doing? Kelly. How good, you doing, man? Good, yeah. Good to have you on the Showcase. Are you excited? A little bit, yeah. It's little. been a while since I've been in your classroom. Yeah, no, man. It's been great. Thank you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're getting down to the wire, aren't we? Yeah, it's, what, two weeks now? Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Today's the uh, 18th, so you know, June uh, 3rd is the big day. Yeah. Yeah. So we will be excited for graduation. And right. what's some other things? We got senior lunch that happened. Yeah. Already. Well, I'll tell you now, this is my very last week at the Career Center. Ah, yeah, man. I'm graduating on Friday from there. Wow. Congratulations, man. Two year program? Yeah, yeah two uh, year. Yeah. And what's, your, all, what, what's your certifications and all that going to be? Uh, you want certifications? Well, what's, what was the, what was the big, what was the big goal at the Career Center? What well, Goal for the big goal for my junior year for all of us was getting our A plus from CompTIA, which is like the main like starter IT certification. Mm-hmm. A lot of companies look for it. I know if you want to be like in micro centers repairs, yeah. you have to have the A plus. Okay. Yeah. And then goal two for the senior year, I think, is the security plus from CompTIA. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so that's currently cool. I have my A plus and I'm probably going to work on the security plus this summer. Okay. All right. But I've come out of this career center with like a total of four certifications so far. So Wait. any like sophomores listening, go to a career center. 
Okay. All right. So what what are your four? So I have, as chronological of an order as I can remember, I have my test out PC Pro, uh, Ethical Hacker Pro, and Security Pro, and then the CompTIA A+, which I mentioned before. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's a lot. You got a lot of marketability with those already. Yeah, no, I've got a pretty decent resume. Not to toot my own horn. Well, that's no, that's all right. When you you know, if you can toot your own horn, if you you've got the <laughs> if you've got the credge to back it up. Yeah, right? is that it for you as far as education? Are you planning on going to college after you graduate? Well, I'm going to college, yeah, but it's not what you would think. Okay. I'm actually going to change my path a little bit, and I think. I'm going to study film and media production, but I might change my major. Who knows? You okay. know, it's hard to tell. Yeah. 20, hindsight's twenty twenty. Sure, so. sure. Well, get into it and see what you think, right? Yeah. But you've always kind of been interested in photography. Yeah, so I definitely want to continue that and see what it would be like to take those pictures and, you know, make them move. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Moving pictures, I got you. Yeah. Sounds like a old silent movie or something. <laughs> Or a Rush album. Yeah, that's true. We actually did it. Didn't we do a silent movie at some point, like when you're in eighth or ninth grade, something like that? I, I don't know. That'd be really weird for a blind school. No, but I thought we, we worked on something um, in here, like we, in, in, you know, the computer. We did the, um, we did a video list movie, I guess, if you want to call it that. We did the podcast thing. Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. But I thought we did something with pictures, too. I, I don't know. It's It's hard to say. I, I can't remember. <laughs> Run into too many things at this school. Sure that. What's some of the? What's some of your favorite reflections when you think about going to school here? Oh man, it's too many to list. The um sports at OSSP. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like I'm forever gonna miss like competition weekends. Yeah. Travel yeah. and all that. That was great. Yeah. I'm so bummed we didn't get to travel this year. Yeah. And yeah. really, I wish I could have had like just one last year of travel. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, that was my favorite thing. Yeah. I used to be really hesitant about it, but then, like, I really got into it, and it was, like, one of my favorite things about going to the school. That's cool. Yeah. Going and making new friends in other states. And yeah, you know, going to see new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Starting OHIO chants at every public venue we could. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Once a Buckeye, always a Buckeye. Yeah. And you know what? Everywhere you go, even if you think it's just going to be your group, you're going to get like five strangers chiming in. You yeah. don't even know they're from Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> they probably aren't. <laughs> right. But yeah. you know, you can't escape Ohioans. They're everywhere. That's true. That is right. I know I was, I coached you in wrestling for a couple of years mm-hmm. and before I got out of it and started doing stuff with my guys. Yeah, man, it's been too easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, wrestling, I mean, you really, really came a long way in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, it's, just you know you learned a lot and it was neat to see you grow over the years i definitely enjoyed like learning all the new moves and you know learning this counter to that move and that move and it's how you can keep them from getting out of it and all that yeah and then you know you're one of the guys that that you know i could see that hey he is he is out thinking his opponent it's not just yeah. out, you know, it's just not strength. It's just, it's a mental thing. It's uh, uh-huh. you, you know, know, you always get those guys that go in and they just put so much energy into it that you can feel their muscles like shaking like a, yeah. like a leaf. Yeah. And you can use that against them. Uh-huh. Right. You Cause just, like they're using their all and they're going to tire out really quickly. Yeah. 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 And you just, your job is to let them spin themselves out and then you can, then uh-huh. you can just, you know, put them on their back and pin them. 
Yeah, exactly. So you are heading to college to uh-huh. study film and uh, moving Capital pictures. University Capital, up in Bexley. Or is that, it up? No, it's more like an over, isn't it? Over yeah, in Bexley. Over, over in Bexley, over and down or whatever. You know, whatever direction. Yeah, they're east of us. Do you have any pearls of wisdom or advice for up-and-coming folks, underclassmen? Uh, you know, a lot of it is time management, but at the same time, time management is a lot easier when you enjoy what you're doing. Sure. So if you have to do a project, make sure it's about something you really you really care about. I got you. Otherwise, you're not going to want to do it at all. All right. Because you, so, you, you, know, you were yeah. a major goof off at one time. Oh, I still am. <laughs> yeah. But you've been, you've, you've been able to kind of rein it in and, and, you yeah. know, get focused. And, when I uh, need to be. So, but, you know, the key is to be interested in what you're doing. I mean, obviously, yeah. with anything, if you're Absolutely. interested in doing it, you're going to want to do it. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, you've been able to pull it in and, and, you know, do well academically and at the career center. So, Congratulations, man. We are down to it and we're excited. <laughs> Thank you. We're excited, man, for great things to come from Ian Bell in the future. Any shout outs or anything uh, you want to say before we get out of here? Um, you know, I really like to push the career centers on my underclassmen. Yeah. You know, your freshmen and sophomores now, you guys really need to think about that because those are some great opportunities. You know, I, I started out, I thought about it. Hey, I get to get out of school. And go mess around with computers and stuff. That's real cool, right? All right. And you can do and a lot of things. They've got pretty much any program you can think of. There's culinary, food service. If right. you want to work on cars, Business. they got power sports. Yeah. They got auto body. You can learn some really great skills. Yeah. And you come out of it with like a really good resume. Yeah. So definitely yeah. really put that in your mind. All right. Will do, man. Thank you, Ian. Yeah. Thank good. you. Good luck. Thanks. <laughs> Up next on the Senior Showcase, I am joined by another outstanding senior, Adam Carruthers. How are you, Adam? I am. <laughs> Adam's doing great. Now, Adam, you've, you've been at uh, OSSB for a couple of years now, right? Yep. Yeah. And do, is there any favorite memories that you want to share about uh, being here at OSSB? I am um, and. Yeah. And meet new friends. Yeah, meet new friends. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you're a residential student, correct? Yep. Yes, I am. Okay. Staying here all week long, right? So are you excited about uh, prom and graduation? Yes, I am. Yeah. Are you going to prom? Yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. You like to dance? Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, that, there'll be a lot of music and a lot of dancing going on at prom, yep. I'm sure. <laughs> so what's your plans after graduation? What are you going to do? I that here. Yeah, going to do the EDGE program. That's yep. good. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the EDGE program is going to be exciting because it's going to get you ready to go to work. Yeah. Yeah, you ready to go to work and get a job? Yep, I am. All right. Yeah, that'd be good, man. Is there any shout outs to any teachers or friends or anything like that you wanna talk about? Yeah. Um um I very happy and I that my very nice and I want to he mm-hmm. um he 
he really hyped me out a lot. Yeah. And Lay and A and E and A. A hyped me out. Yeah. Yeah, he liked him. Um, they hyped me out too. Hey, yeah. Yeah. So Mr. Heath and his and all your classmates. Yeah. That's Yeah. And yep. you and you got to help Mr. Heath out too. Yeah, I did. When yep. he was coaching track, and right? Wrestling. And wrestling, right? Yeah. You go and you were kind of like the team manager. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm sure that's always going to be a good memory for you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, Adam. Well, I appreciate it, man. And we want to wish you the best of luck in everything that you do. And we are very proud of you here at OSSB. And, uh, you know, congratulations on everything that you've accomplished and everything that you're going to do in the future. Yay. All right. Thanks, Adam. All right, joining me on the Senior Showcase is our Senior and Chief Podcast Student Editor, Emily Wilson. Good morning. Good morning. So now I got you on the other side of the mic now. Okay. <laughs> so, well. Uh, yeah, so you're not asking the questions. Well, you know. No. You're, you're, you're the interviewee. Oh, man, this right. is weird. It hasn't been like this and I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> Since we did that thing with OSU. Yeah, we, it's yeah. been a minute. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, man, we're coming down to the wire and time to reflect and plan for the future, right? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. So are you excited right now? I'm feeling a lot of things, to be honest. That's that right. I bet you are. <laughs> Excitement well, is definitely one of those things, but... Uh, <laughs> when did it hit you that, man, this is it. This is, We're going to graduate. Oh, so there's actually a really funny story about that. I am... <laughs> we were online... Until January, pretty much. I don't count October. That yeah. was two weeks. I don't short, count short that. Short time, right. Uh, so we were online till January, and we were in a graphics and Zoom with Mr. Grimm. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, you know, this year's going to fly by. And I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to relax in my bubble of denial. Yeah. And then, we, you know, we got closer, and we'd keep talking about it because mm-hmm. it'd keep coming up. And he was like, so how's your denial bubble? I was like, eh, we're here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I think it really hit me when it was actually funnily enough yesterday because I finished a scholarship application. Okay. And then we were talking about graduation plans and I was like, oh, that's only two Thursdays away. Mm-hmm. June that's 3rd. like really soon. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's fine. That's, that's a totally normal thing. To have all those a mixed bag yeah, of feelings, you know. <laughs> I remember when I was a senior, I was so nervous when I went to my senior orientation. I was at a new school and they had a senior orientation. Like oh. I, was, I was ready to just pitch my lunch everywhere. <laughs> That's how nervous I was. I came out of it all right. You will too. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm here. Yeah. And you came here. You started here in what, sixth grade? Yeah, I started here back in 2014, the 2014-15 school year. Okay. Yeah, came in with your Braille Note Empower, oh. <laughs> with your QWERTY keyboard. And, and I refused to give up for yeah. so long. Right. Like, oh. One thing you learned about me very quickly is I am stubborn. Yeah. I'm very stubborn. Very stubborn. You just got to, you know, I'm just as stubborn, though. <laughs> yeah, so no, that. I think you, you're a little more stubborn than me because <laughs> I have less willpower, I guess. Because <laughs> Venture was like, oh, fine, I'll use the Braille keyboard. <laughs> right. It's faster. <laughs> it is faster. You got good Braille skills a lot faster. 
So yeah, you've been here so seven, seven, six, seven years. Yeah, around and that. What's it been like? What's your journey at OSSB been like? What do you want to say about it? Well, I definitely feel like I've improved independence-wise. Yeah. Because you know, coming in from a public school, I love my public school. They were great. Yeah. They did the best they could, and I'm sure. not saying they didn't. Yeah. But you know, they didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> well. A lot of people still don't. But. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Neither do I. It's fine. But <laughs> That's okay. So, you know, I was getting accommodations, but I feel like at the same time, I wasn't really given any room to, like, figure out how to be myself, how to do what I needed to do. Yeah. So and it was, like, too much hand-holding or just too I, much help or... I don't know, because they tried really hard to get me to be independent. I think it was just a lot of, I don't know how to do these things that everybody else is doing all the time. Yeah. And it's, and there's only so much that adults can do yeah. in the world of kiddom, you know, in the to, world to, of kiddom, right. You know, when you start, start thinking about social things and, you know, cause the, the last thing that a bunch of kids want is an adult hanging around. Yeah, you're right. You know? and, and that, and it's hard. I mean, it's, it's hard to do that in a public school setting because I've done both too. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm just thankful. I never got to experience public middle school. It sounds terrifying based <laughs> on how my sister describes it. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of folks have that experience. <laughs> terrifying middle school. The middle schoolers are scary. <laughs> yeah. And it could go both ways, you know, with, with things being more people being more aware now, that mm -hmm. um, with the bigger social, oh, definitely. social online presences of don't, you know, don't be a bystander and we're going to stand up against bullying and that kind of thing. Hopefully that's making an impact. I'd hope so. Yeah. I mean, I went to the last time I was at a public school was in 2013 when, you know, the yeah. internet, it was, it was going, but it was, I don't know. There were less like. There were less things available, like resources sure. of people talking about their experiences. Right, right. There's been a big push for that. They did, yeah. and I'm very happy that they did. Yeah. So you gained some, you gained some confidence, some, 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 some independence, and yeah, we did I'll, do that. Yeah, that's good. I feel yeah. like my best, like what I've gotten best at, is cooking. Mm -hmm. It's really fun because when I'm at home. I can actually cook things. And my mom's like, you sure you can do that? I'm like, yeah, I got it. And then she watches and she's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. So a big yeah. shout out to the ILS department. Definitely. Right? Thank right? you all. <laughs> That's good. And you, you, uh, love cooking so much that you're going to pursue that. Yes, I am actually starting in August. Um, if all goes well, tell us about that. Yeah. Uh, starting in August, if all goes well, I will be starting the fall semester at Columbus State Community yeah. College and pursuing a major in culinary arts. Hey, all right. <laughs> that sounds great. Now, are you looking to you go through Columbus State and maybe transfer to, you know, like that culinary school in Pittsburgh or, um, you know, somewhere like that? Or you think you just go through Columbus State and then see how things go? What's your end goal once you're done? Well, I plan on only taking a year or two at Columbus State because I just want to get the certifications I need, which is like my serve safe, my, mm -hmm. I forget what the other one's called. And then I'd get like a one year certification or associate's degree, depending on how long I decide to go. From there, I plan on going out into the workforce, getting some bakery jobs or really anywhere in the culinary business, preferably baking. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I plan on opening and running my own bakery. 
All right. Looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Come by and get a pastry. All right. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> awesome. Hey, uh, you dealt with me in podcast discount. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll take it. All right. <laughs> That's good. So uh, going back to OSSB, before you get out of here, what words of wisdom or advice do you have for underclassmen? Well, I I have a few. I think my most important one is if you even think there might be a remote chance of yourself enjoying an activity, go for it. Okay. I definitely have a few regrets of things that I didn't do. Like I'd never joined marching band. I never did track or swimming. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that I'm starting, you know, now that it's May and I'm like, oh, you know, I wish I would have done that. Sure. And I, you know, I'm happy with what I did, but I'm just saying if you think that you might enjoy it, or even if you're in slightly interested, I definitely recommend trying it at least once. Mm-hmm. Because the worst thing that could happen is you find out that that's just not for you. Like, right. and then that's fine. Yeah. But you tried it. Yeah. Right. And you don't have any regrets about not trying it. Yeah. Definitely go for it. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, do you want to give a, any shout outs or, you know, talk about anything else before we wrap it up, Em? Um, Really just a shout out to everybody here who has helped me. A lot of people here have helped me. Like, yeah. I mean, there's so many teachers that I could give a shout out to right now that have helped make yeah. me, you know, realize that I'm not helpless. That's yeah. a big thing that I had to realize is I can do things myself. Right. And it's scary, but I can do it. <laughs> but it is an amazing thing when that light bulb turns on, isn't Definitely, it? Definitely. Yeah. It felt yeah. great to be able to say, hey, look, I did this myself. Look yeah. what I did. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You're right. This place has a way of bond, you know, coming together and. Oh, yeah. No, and, this is like my this. second family now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss all of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can always come back for alumni. Oh, definitely. I plan on it at least once. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you, M. And we are going to wish you the best of luck and say congratulations and look forward to hearing awesome things about what you're doing in the future. All right. Thank you. And also good luck to whoever comes in to replace me for podcast. Um, <laughs> you're going to do great. You're going to do great. What are you saying? I mean, am I hard to work with or what? <laughs> well, I mean, that could be. Well, <laughs> no comment. No, I'm just kidding. You're, you're great. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, M. No problem. All right, guys, are we ready for 2021 prom? Let's get this party going. Senior Showcase, we have Evan Alioto. Evan, how you doing today? 
I'm doing pretty well. Are you getting excited about graduation? Uh, yeah. That's great. It is that time of year, man. And uh, are you nervous at all? I mean, I guess a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, everybody gets a little nervous around graduation. Uh, when did you come to OSSB? What grade were you in? Uh, I came in 2008, and I was in kindergarten. Yeah, man, you were just a little feller back then. Yeah. Yeah. You in Miss uh, Conrad's class, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Then uh, came on through, went to Miss Butler's class and Miss Finley's class, right? Or you No, you were in Miss Hubbard's class. Miss Hubbard's. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, coming down there, working with you on the Braille light down there, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you went on up to Miss Perano's class and then on up to middle school and high school. So uh what what's some of your fondest memories or experiences about being at OSSB? Fondest memories. I guess a fondest memories I usually have probably I love the memories at the arts festivals. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun in the elementary department. Yeah, uh, those were fun. Yeah. I think the two years that I remember most is when you did Food from Ohio. Uh, we did that, I think, in 17, maybe. So you'd have, you'd have been in high school by then. And then one year they did one on camping. I don't know if you were still in elementary school or not. When they, when they, you know, The theme was like camping or something like that. So that was cool. Do you have any favorites, arts festivals? Um. I know there was one year we did like a Mexican themed. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I bet that would be. Yeah, a lot of good food and music. Yeah. Yeah, man. Sounds good. All right. Involved in extracurricular activities here like sports? Yeah, Yeah, I did. Wrestling and swimming. Yeah. Very good, man. You started that when you were young. Yeah, I think I started wrestling in in swimming in like second grade for active school stuff. Yeah. Did you wrestle heavyweight? No, I was a lightweight. (laughs) Just kidding. We were trying to get Evan to be heavy enough to wrestle 95 up until a couple years ago. Yeah, it took took a little while, but I eventually got there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. All right. What are you you looking forward to after you graduate? Um, I'm looking forward to, I guess, getting a job one day. Yeah. That's a good goal. Going out in the workforce. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And next year, I'm doing the EDGE program, so I'm looking forward to that. Okay. Wow, man. There's a lot of people coming back for EDGE. That's great. That'll be good because you'll get to intern all over the place next year. Yeah. Get some of the job experience, which is important when you're looking for a job. All right. Here's a question I always ask you seniors every year. And you think about coming up through OSSB and you're getting ready to graduate. What advice or words of wisdom do you have for underclassmen, people that are coming up after you? Well, words of wisdom, I guess, you know, when you're in high school especially, I would say try try different things. Like, even if you're not sure you would like a certain sport or an activity, I'd say at least try it. Because yeah. you'll never know if you're going to really be into it or not. Yeah. What did you get out of sports? What I get out of sports? Yeah. I guess perseverance. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Perseverance, man. You, yep. We definitely need that when we go out there in the workforce. Right. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else you want to cover? Any big shout outs to anybody? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Evan, and we wish you the best of luck. All right. Thank you. Up next on the Senior Showcase, we have Marwan Hassan. How are you, Marwan? I'm good. How are you? It's a great day, isn't it? 
Yeah. It sure is, man. We've got graduation coming up. We've got prom coming up. Uh, very exciting time of the year. Are you Are you excited? Yes. Are you nervous? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. What grade were you in when you came to OSSB, Marwan? Ninth. Ninth grade. All right. What do you think about OSSB? Uh, it's, it's nice. Yeah? Yeah. And, yeah. So what kind of things did you get into that you really enjoy about going to school here? Sports. Yeah, a lot of sports. What sports did you participate in? Uh, track, goalball, wrestling, swimming. Oh, wow. You almost covered the whole gambit, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, man. A lot of good memories there. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite memories of any trips that you went on or any of your meets that you competed in? Uh, my first wrestling conference was good. Yeah. I think it was Wisconsin. Oh, yeah, Wisconsin. That's right. And uh, what weight class did you wrestle in you? 120. I got you. So participated in sports. I believe you set a couple of records in track, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. What are you looking forward to after you graduate? Uh, Going to college. Okay. Have you been accepted into college? Yeah. Yeah. Where at? Columbus State. Good job. All right. Do you know what you're going to study when you go to college? Or you're just going to make your mind up a little later? I'll make my mind upload it later. Yeah, a lot of us do that. I'm not yeah. sure what we want to do till we get there. You start getting them prereqs out of the way. Mm-hmm. All right. So I always ask you guys this. is What what kind of words of wisdom or advice do you have for people that are coming up after you? I mean, it could be anything. Work hard or break the rules. Don't listen to your teachers. Um, you know, what? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, work hard, pay attention to your classes. Yeah, would be a good thing. Yeah. All right. Do you want to give a shout-out to any of your teachers or friends or anything like that? I want to thank my coaches and my teachers who helped me throughout the years. Coach He, Coach Graham, Coach Lee. That's great, man. I sure appreciate you uh, coming on and being on the Senior Showcase and look forward to uh, – Seeing you walk down the aisle and get your diploma. Yeah. Exciting stuff, isn't it? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And then we're looking forward to hearing great stories about you in the future. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you, Marwan. Coach Graham here to talk about the 2021 swim season. Um, totally a different year this year with COVID, but um, we made it work. Um, there was a couple things, like the weeks were a little bit shorter. We had track going on at the same time. So we had to make a few changes. We actually added like a Monday morning swim this year. Um, that way we could have our residential kids could swim on Thursday morning. And then we still had a Thursday afternoon swim. So that helped. And then, um, of course, we couldn't travel. And we had some, you know, we had social distance we had to do. So a lot of different things, but our kids still did great. They, um, they took it seriously. They really worked hard. They all improved times. Um, we did kind of a virtual swim meet on Monday, May, April 26th, um, and the kids did great. Um, we, had, uh, we ended up with first place boys in the conference, first place girls, first place combined. Um, and this is like six years running that these kids have gotten first places. So did fantastic. Um, our seniors, talk about seniors first always, 
Um, Evan Alioto got got a first place and got two second places. Um, Ian Bell got a first place and a second place. Peggy Philbrick, Peggy took like a minute off of her her time swimming this year. Um, she got a fifth place and a sixth place. So um, overall, I think the boys, I think, well, overall combined, I think we scored three times as many points as the second place team. So great, great job by them. Um, overall for boys, the uh, we had all new swimmers besides the seniors. Um, Philippe, this is his first year swimming varsity. Um, Eli Potter and Jacob Lee. And they all did great. Um, Philippe got like two first places in the second. Eli got a second place and a sixth place. And then Jacob, first year, um, he's, a, he's a freshman, got three first places. So great job with the boys. Um, girls, same thing. Just fantastic. Sarah Powler got first place in all three of her events. Um, amazing. Maddie got a first place, second place, third place. And Jenna got a first place, third place, and a fifth place. So great job all around. It's just very impressive. Um, we couldn't do relays this year with COVID, but individually, they just, they really did a great, amazing job. So um, a couple other things, just real quick. Their mile swim, they really look forward to the mile swim. Well, they don't look forward to it, but when they do it, they're, they're always happy with the results. It's 33 laps. Um, I think we had more kids complete the mile swim this year than we've ever had. So great job with the mile. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to next year already. Um, me and uh, Coach uh, Sarah Welsh, we've talked about it, and hopefully she's coming back. But we already can see the future, and just amazing job. Thank you. On the Senior Showcase, we are now joined by an outstanding senior, Mikea Lowe. Good morning, Mikea. Good morning. Are you excited? Yes. <laughs> Are you nervous? Yes, I am. Yeah, a mixed bag of things going on right now. Have you been all, enjoying all the uh, senior activities at the end of the year, senior yeah. luncheon, prom, that sort of thing? I didn't go to the uh, lunch, but I enjoyed the prom. Okay. All right. And you are finishing out virtually. You got any comments on your virtual senior year? No. So you're just ready to ready to be done with it and move on, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, you came into OSSB in, I want to say, the 10th grade? Yeah. Yeah. I got that one right. Everybody runs together. And you were doing half days, weren't you? Doing, uh, half, yeah, I was half... doing half day whetstone, half day here. And then you went on to do some work at Fort Hayes as well. Mm-hmm. Interested in audio production? Yeah. Yeah. So I know your favorite class here at OSSB was being on the on the podcast team for a time. Yeah, that was fun also. Biology with Miss Woods. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's that's good. What are you planning to do once you graduate? I'm gonna do a five week uh work program first. Mm-hmm. I'll be working at Shader's Garden Center through Goodwill. Okay. I think it's like through BSVI as well or something? Yeah, yeah. I think that's their uh, the summer intern uh, program that, that OOD BSVI does. Uh, you'll get a lot of good experience there. And then so after that's done. I'm not going to go to college this year. I'll probably wait until next year. Uh-huh. And I'm just going to probably get a job from after the program and stuff. Okay. That sounds real good. Go out there and get in the workforce and start making that 
start making the greenbacks, making the money, huh? <laughs> kind of looking back at your OSSB time, what are some of your favorite memories that you're going to take with you? My favorite memory was basically, I think it was during the 10th grade when we went at the end of the school year to different places, like bowling with everybody and going to the movies and stuff. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we I do remember going bowling and we went and saw a movie. I don't remember if it was I don't remember which movie it was actually. All I remember is yeah, I was running in and out of the theater um the whole time because my phone kept ringing and so I didn't get to watch the movie. But yeah, we did bowling that year. We also had a big picnic that year. If I remember. I didn't right. get to go though. I don't think I went. Uh, I don't well, remember. Okay. All right. So, yeah, the social experiences uh, were pretty good for you here. Now that you're going to going to graduate and get your diploma, what sort of advice do you have for up-and-coming folks, underclassmen? To work their hardest, try to get what they can, and if they need help, make sure to ask and things like that. And if you decide to uh, basically do half days at, a high school if you are going to do that or do career center yeah just try your try to do your best at least i try okay that sounds good do your best work hard and advocate self-advocate right Mm -hmm. great anything else you want to add this morning makia no all right well thank you for coming on the podcast again we sure miss you on the podcast team so nice to hear your voice and we're going to wish you the best of luck and look forward to hearing great things about you in the future thank you okay on the senior showcase i have one of the outstanding seniors with us finally in person today live in the studio welcome matt hello how's it going great to have you here toll how you doing today i'm doing all right it's good to see everybody it just feels good to be back here in person. It does. It really does. We certainly missed having you around. I missed being around. No, I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you're on the Senior Showcase. It is that time. Are you excited about graduating? I am, but I'm a little nervous. Yeah, that's what everybody's saying right now. It's kind of a mixed bag of everything. Yeah, and a little sad as well. Yeah. Well, you've been here at OSSB for a long time. Yep, since 2007. Yeah, since uh, what grade? Kindergarten? Pre-K. Pre-K, right. Yep. You are back there with Miss Conrad's group i was in the old school i had mrs comrade the mrs butler the mrs hubbard the mrs perano yeah for elementary so you and evan went all the way through yep together was there anybody else in the class that went all the way through or was it just you guys it's just him and i now that's what, uh, that's and what i, I came before evan did right yeah because he wasn't yeah he came in kindergarten yep he came in 2008 that's got to be something it is it is lots of memories yeah so do you got any you want to showcase Oh, um, well, I have a couple different ones. Okay. We'll do one from each grade. How about oh, that? Not uh, each grade, but each uh, each class, each, each elementary. Each year and don't bang on the each table. Year. Sorry, <laughs> I bumped it. Breaking the golden rule of the podcast. That's right. That's don't right. bang on the table. I've been out too long. In Mrs. Comrade's class way back in, in 2007, I, I found a whole case of, of those different markers that, that smell differently. Mm-hmm. And I picked out all the best smelling markers and colored all over myself with it from like my head to, to literally <laughs> my toes. And Mrs. Comrade comes over and she goes, what did you do? And I was like, well, I wanted to smell good. So I thought that they would if I colored all <laughs> over myself. And she called to tell my mother 
and and Mrs. Comer was she wasn't mad, but she didn't know how to react or how to tell my mother. My mother thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. And then in, in Mrs. Butler's, I have a lot of memories. We used to we go outside and then we would we play on the merry-go-round and we'd start. It's one of those old ones where you like hold onto the bar, you run with it, and then you jump on it as it goes. Yes, I remember. I know that merry-go-round. Yes, th- oh. that was really fun. We play on that. It was me, Yachi, Autumn, and Sammy Palmer. Yeah, we all play on that. Yeah, it was right outside those doors going yep. out the elementary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then after that, that was, that was a big thing to play on. The swings were cool, but we were like the merry-go-round. And then after that, we'd go in. We would sometimes have that maple candy from the fair. Mrs. Butler would always get a bunch of it and bring it in. Yeah. Or the rock candy. She really liked to bring in those rock candy sticks. Mm-hmm. And we would listen to uh, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or uh, I, she, she really helped me get into Raggedy Ann and Andy. <laughs> so I made her read Raggedy Ann in Cookie Land one year. <laughs> I, I remember that. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and one time, I remember Yachi decided to hide. <laughs> and we couldn't find Yachi. And we looked all over the elementary and Mrs. Butler started to panic. And then we came back into the classroom and she just stood there. And Yachi to this day will not tell me where she hid. Yeah. Well, she was so tiny. She could. She could fit anywhere. Yeah. 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 Especially could. back then. Yeah. And then in, in Mrs. Hubbard's class, she always used to, to tell Autumn and I, because that year it was just Autumn and I, mm-hmm. she always tell us, well, you know, growing up, my mother never got me a TR. I was never allowed to have a TR and be a princess. I could never have that. <laughs> so I saved up all my tooth fairy money. Mm-hmm. And went into Target and got her a tiara and and came in and I gave it to her. And I have never seen her laugh so hard. (laughs) And she's actually walking me on graduation. Miss Hubbard is. Yep. Wow. Well, that's great. Good to have Miss Hubbard come back in and do that. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's when I started working with you guys is when you and when you were in Miss Hubbard's class. That's right. That's right. I I worked with Mrs. Picard. Yeah, you did. So going on, you went up to Miss Parano's class next. After Miss Hubbard's class. Yep. And that, that was a fun year. Uh, mm. I loved the Egyptian project, but I really love science. She's a really good science teacher. Yeah. She'd always, she'd always make it really fun. Like when we do our reviews, we had these mm. back, these like not baskets, these, these crates mm. that had our books in them. And we would take one and put it at the end and shoot baskets. We were allowed to shoot, crumple up paper and mm. throw it into the basket every time we got a question right on the science review. Sweet. And whosoever team won got to get, like, pick something out of the prize box, which was really fun. <laughs> and I remember doing math with Mrs. Gilliland mm-hmm. and Andrew and Emily. And then later, Jason and Caden came into the group. Sure. Yep. Yep. And yep. Andrew and I would always, we'd always say his, his little catchphrase, when can we get out of this death trap <laughs> in the middle of, of math? And we'd hold up our thumbs trying to hitchhike out. That's funny. It, it was really funny. Andrew had a really good sense of humor. It was it was quiet and subtle. He did. <laughs> like he, I remember talking to him about he went to go visit a glacier up in Alaska. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, how was it? And he goes, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> it was cool. <laughs> he said it was cool. <laughs> you know. Oh, man. Just I, those puns. He was really good Oh, at yeah. And you know, he had that mic because he could he, this yeah. hearing aids. And one day I took the mic and went across the hall because I had to grab something from the printer. And he loved the Steelers, and I'm, I'm a Bengals fan. Mm. So we're, I'm standing there whispering, the Steelers suck. The Bengals are going to win. Right. You can't defeat us. And he starts laughing. And I come back over, and Mr. Prano looks at me and goes, what would you tell him? Yeah. I just see him randomly start laughing. What would you say to him? So yeah. that was. That's the way I used to test the mic, too. 
Yeah, he is just you saying know, the like things in Down with the Steelers, or I would say Andrew's three years old. Andrew's three years old. Yeah, whatever. I just something something corny, <laughs> stupid, just to get him going. Make sure, yeah, because if he laughed, then you knew that he heard it. Yep, and I knew the mic was working, and we could get going with yep. what we were doing. So yep. then you then you came on upstairs. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We were actually we were in the new building by then, I think. We were. We were in the new building when I came uh, into fifth grade in Mrs. Yeah. Brown's room. Yeah. yeah My last then. year in the old building was fourth grade of Mrs. Hubbard. Yeah. And so, she retired that year. Yeah. Yeah. I've been here longer than Mrs. Brewer, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She came. You remember Miss Toll? I did. Yep. I was with Miss Toll. Yeah. And I thought she was, well, everyone kept asking me, is that your grandma? <laughs> is that your grandma? And it, I was, you know, I was five. And it confused right. me to the point where I thought maybe she was my grandma <laughs> and I had just been lied to. Oh. I'm confused. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she is. She might be. But she was like, she was just always so energetic. That oh yeah, like, oh, her and Mr. Peterfish. Yeah, it's like they, they. She's not like anybody's grandma. She's no, not like my no. grandma. <laughs> you know That's for sure. She's not even like my mom. No, she's really. <laughs> yeah. Really energetic. So what do you what do you think about your middle school years? Uh, they were hard. Sure. Every yeah. middle school is hard. Right. Right. You see, seventh grade, it was, it went fine. It went fine. Um, but eighth grade, we all hated each other. Yeah. It that's was this, typical though. It's neutral thing. Yeah. Everyone hated each other and the teachers regretted our, they hated our class. Yeah. You were guys, you guys were tough. You guys oh, were yeah. a tough class to deal with. There was so much oh, yeah. we emotion deal with it. and drama and just something going on all the time. That's right. That's right. You know, and it was just, you know, it's just navigating that stuff and yep. y'all came out on the other end in good yep. shape. But but I will say towards the end of eighth grade we all started to make up and I started to um, get closer with some of my high school teachers. Yeah, and there's some strong personalities in that group, you know, you and Emily and you know Caden and Ian, yeah, yeah, Ian. Ian was another strong one, and Evan. Evan would just go with the flow. Yeah, Evan just so laid back. <clears throat> yeah, he would. He just he's laid back. He's still like that. And then you get into you get into high school. And then I went to Whetstone part time. Yeah, and that was awful. Well, oh. uh, partially because of the kids and just the events that happened there. Yeah. It was, it was not the work. That's the thing. Um, OSSB and Whetstone are not very different in work wise. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've heard that and talked, talked about that. People will, so the misconception is, is that, gosh, if you go to a public school, the workload is much, much heavier. And it's really no. not. It's really not. Nope. It was exact, pretty much the exact same. <clears throat> Now, if you go to a school where, you know, advanced placement and that sort of thing, oh, yeah. yeah, you're going to get into a heavier workload. At least here at OSSB, you know, we try to meet you where you are and, and you know, grow from there. Yep. You know, and you get more individualized attention, obviously, here than you do over there. Yeah. In, in most places anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And then when did you start? You you always done athletics in some oh, yeah. shape, way or form, even back when you called them JVs. Yeah, uh, Pee Wee Sports. Yeah, Pee Wee and JVs, and then we yep. got rid of that. Now they're called the Little NCs. Wow. Right. I started I started that when I was five, and I did goalball, cheerleading, and, and swimming. Because um, if some people don't know this, and I'll, I'll be open <laughs> about it, uh, all through elementary, I, I, was, uh, I was a girl. Right. And, then I, and then I transitioned. Well, came out as transgender and started transitioning late seventh grade to eighth grade, but I came out here at OSB freshman year. Right, yeah. So I did, I did cheerleading and those are the three sports that I did every year. And then seventh grade came and I did track, which I have not done since. <laughs> I hated it, to be oh. honest with you. I, I am not a track person, but at least I could say I've done it. Right. That um, was, that was after Mr. Shaw retired. 
Yeah, I had Mrs. Shear and Mr. Charlton, yeah. my track coaches. Right. Yeah. And then I did I did goalball and swim team, and I did swim team and goalball through eighth grade, and then I stopped doing swim team because I got too busy. Yeah. And but I did goalball every year except yeah. this past year because COVID. Yeah. Yeah. And you started goalball when it was relatively new because we started it in two thousand five. Yep. Here. Yeah, I and, I believe I was on the first. I I you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I I think I'm right. <laughs> on the first elementary goalball team that we had for Pee Wee. I'll I'll go with you on that. It was just us uh, in Indiana. Yep. I'll Kentucky go with you on one that yet. one, right? Because you, you that's absolutely correct. So it was uh, it was me, Yachi, Samantha, I believe Cameron. Yes. And I can't I can't maybe, I can't think of anybody. Maybe Creighton was on it too. But I can't, I can't think of anybody else. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember if Creighton was on that team or not. I have a picture at home somewhere. Mm. I'm sure I can, I'm sure I can find it. Of yeah. all of us sitting on the bench <laughs> in the gym. <laughs> That's good. Those are some great memories. I'll There's a lot of great memories. I always cherish those memories where we would go and travel. And oh, yeah. Oh, there, you know, there was nothing like going to Missouri, like the weekend before my birthday. I always enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. And, and after, you know, first you got that anxiety a bit, but it's like that fun anxiety about to play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's conference. I remember my favorite year though will be the year we got third place. And um after after you know we had played all day, we were tired, we walked up to Starbucks, and that was just a really great that was like one of the, the really great Starbuckses. Because we, we we always go to Starbucks. Right. But that we got to get some. <laughs> and I'd be like Miss Picard, you need to bring me some coffee. That's right. That's right. And I she'd need, always stop by there early in the morning before we left to get her coffee. Yeah. But that year after Starbucks, and we got back and we were told, because we were sitting there during the last game doing the math, trying to figure out, okay, what place, what are we going to place? Maybe fifth or fourth? And I was the one to figure out, I was like, guys, we're going to get third because we beat Missouri. Right. Yeah. Since we beat Missouri, we now we're going to get third, so we're going to place. And that gold ball trophy is right up on my desk. I'll yeah. never... And you guys were, the, you guys were like the dream team. And, you know, we've always done really well. And either Indiana or Missouri on the girls' side or Illinois. And, Illinois. Yeah. Illinois a couple of times too. That was just like the, the, you know, the, I don't know what the word for it is, but they'd be the stopper. Yeah. Or one of Iowa. those teams. Yeah. Iowa did it one year too. Yeah. Well, that, that a was really the year that center. Iowa got first. And yeah. I was so happy that Iowa got yeah. first. Yeah. They had that, that really good center that played. Yes. And she just covered the whole court yep. and, uh, just outstanding athlete. But, uh, you know, as far as a team goes, you know, oh, yeah. you guys, you guys played together really well. And, Could, and I thank Mrs. Picard for that too, because if we messed up, she'd, she put a timeout. What are you doing? Yep. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, we don't know what we're doing. Well, get it together and figure it out. That's right. <laughs> get off the court and we get it together and figure it out. We did exactly because we didn't want to hear it later. Yeah. Because, you know, we would. <laughs> yep, you would. Back yeah, back in the day. That's yep, for and, sure. And honestly, that's what a good coach does, you know? Yeah. And, you know, and. and he wasn't mean about it necessarily. No, it's, it's just. very ha- stern, strict. This is what you did wrong. Here's how you can fix it and do better next time. Right. It's having high expectations. Yep. And being accountable for what you do. I mean, if you practice, you put a lot of hours into something and you work on something, you go out there and you don't do it. Then, yep. yeah, then yeah, there's accountability there. Right. And it's not always about winning and losing. Of course, you know, the expectation is to win. Oh, yeah. You know, that's what we want to do. That's why we're out there. Yep. But. You know, the main thing with, with us in terms of how we coached was you, you know, give it your all and yep. use what you learn, use those fundamentals 
and play good goalball, right? And, and connect with your teammates as well. Yeah. And- Yep. And have fun as well. Yeah. We used to do- I remember the first time, because she started putting me in a center. Yeah. And I remember first first time I came off as center at a meet, and she said, you did good. I'm proud of you. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, because she gives out compliments when, when honestly you deserve them. Yeah. And I remember I called my mom, and I'm like, this is Picard said I did a good job. Oh. I'm so excited yeah. in that. And I thought about that during conference, too, when she put me in a center. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, but you, I, you, I loved goalball. Goalball for every my favorite yeah. sport. I also did forensics. I forgot to say that. I did yes, forensics. you did. I this year was the only year that I didn't place. Actually, mm. this past yeah. well, year, well, it's you know, it's different. It's virtual. And, oh yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I did. I did a speech on the history of Disney mm-hmm. this year. But the the year I got first, I did the Salt and Pepper Diner by by John Mulaney. Mm, yeah, that one. That one was really fun. Jacob and I did the scene from Wicked. Okay. Uh, Ian and I did Jeff Dunham. Wow. We did uh, one with Walter. Yeah. yeah. I did Riddles in the Dark my first year and got third. Mm. That was really cool. Riddles in the Dark is from the it's from the Hobbit. Yeah. Yeah, I'd heard of it. I couldn't place it. Yeah, I, um, I freaked out my judge because I, I can do the Gollum yeah. voice, and <laughs> I was allowed it. to do it. it just, my precious, we <laughs> needs it, must have it. And he, I looked up, you know, just, oh, he gets all excited, you know, and I looked up at my judge, and his eyes were wide, and he was moving back. He was in pale. He was he was scared. And I thought it was hilarious. Like, Gollum's going to come get me. That's right. That's right. Flesh. I went to Mrs. Parrish after that and told her, and it was so funny. Oh man, that is great stuff, man. Oh yeah, that is no, good I, and I love—I always love the forensics trips. Yeah, but no, yeah, sports, sports were always great. I love sports. I love doing them in elementary too. And and you always, when especially in elementary, we would have like the little floaties. See, the kids don't have that now. Mm. I've noticed because they're such great swimmers. Yeah. But when when I went, we had these orange floaties that we had to wear. And I was too scared to get in the water because I'd never been in such a deep pool. Yeah. So Mr. Peterfish had the idea of putting that table down there. So okay. he got it and I stood on the, and we stood on the table. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a lot of good ideas. Now you're a good swimmer. So I hope so. Yeah. Thanks to that. Yeah. Thanks to the thanks, table. Thanks, Mr. Peterfish. Yeah, yeah thank and, you, Mr. And Peterfish. This is told Mrs. Brewer. Yeah. So And yeah, then you got- Mrs. Prano was our coach and, and Mr. Grimm. First place again this year. Really? That's right. Has there been a year that OSSB hasn't gotten first? Well, I, we always are up in the top three, and most of the time we are first. That's it. I never, I, you know, I don't think I've ever had a year where OSSB hasn't gotten first in swimming. So, yeah. So, congrats, swimmers. Man, yeah, we're that's, great. That's great. Uh, Panthers in the water. That's All right. right. So, where are you going from here? I get graduation coming up on the third, and what's, yep. what's your plans? What are you, you going to do? Well, I'm hopefully going to work at Mrs. Arnold's daycare. Okay. All right. Be, I'm going to apply for the teacher's assistant. Good. In the in the toddler or preschool room. Okay. All right. And so I'm really excited about that because that's pretty much exactly what I wanted to do. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to start uh, my own little business as well. Oh, yeah. Which is where people send me their old stuffed animals and I fix them up and send them back. Okay. Wow. That'll, yep. That'll be fun. I thought you were going to go into photography or something. No, I'm not Ian. <laughs> I'm also going to keep painting, though. I paint. Yeah, that's so good. I'm going to try selling a couple of those. Oh, good. So if uh, anybody wants them, you know, reach out to me. Gotcha. There <laughs> you go. 
So if you got old, I'll stuff, paint something for you, Mr. Kelly. I'll give you a blank canvas. And tell you what's on <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. It's a it's a work of art. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Van Gogh masterpiece. <laughs> it's a sunset happening over the ecliptical plane or whatever, That's right. uh, with space in the background. <laughs> it'd be a big vacuum or whatever, just a blank canvas. You just a scribble. I'll just put one dot in the middle of it, and then boom. Hey, you know what? The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's right. So. That's right. You know, if it's something that you gave me, I, w- I would cherish it for sure. No matter what it is. You could tell your blind friends that's something even better. You know, you could. Yeah. You could change it up. You could say it's an ever-changing painting. Yeah, that that's true. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward, but I'm I'm also sad, sad as well. Well, the the thing about it is, is that once you have formed these lifelong relationships, like you have here. I mean, those just don't go away. Oh, no. You know? Oh, I'm totally going to bother the teachers. Yeah. I mean, you get your diploma and you start your next chapter, but you're always connected. You're always going to be connected with these people, yep. which is a good thing. So, yep. And yeah, in, so. in, in Mrs. Finley's retiring and Mrs. Picard, and that, and that really surprises me. Especially, well, I've known Mrs. Finley since I was five. Yeah. Because I used to read to Winnie, her, her corgi mm-hmm. that she had. And, and then I had her for Braille. Every day since seventh grade. Right. I I used to be really, really bad at Braille. I've gotten better. Yeah, yeah. But have. I, I used to it was first period, like the very first thing in the morning. I was not awake. And I remember one day we were reading and the word was alligator. alligator. So I was like, it's a ligator. And I knew exactly <laughs> what I was talking about. <laughs> and she's like, It was what? I'm like, it's a ligator. It's a ligator. I was I was so certain. <laughs> She's like, it's alligators. So now we have this joke that every time I mess up, like, I just say alligator, and then we keep going. But I had Braille with Taylor and Austin. Taylor um, Warwick? Warwick, yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, Austin McKnight. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I had Braille with them. And I had never interacted with any, like, seniors before that, really. So I was like, oh, this is an uh, – guys, guess what? <laughs> I got Braille with Austin and Taylor. Yeah, cool. I thought I was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and we had, we had just moved because my parents had just gotten married, and I – then had started braille mm. so when you get used to a new place you you get tired you can't you're still learning to fall asleep there so i come to school very tired and i would fall asleep all the time in braille <laughs> but my hands would just subconsciously keep moving so i dream about what i was reading oh it was really weird that is yeah that's that's a or different once we experience had, we were reading an article and i just kept going and she's like are you all right i'm like huh <laughs> Yeah, let me yeah, wake up well, first. Hang on a second. I'll tell you when I wake up. <laughs> I'll tell you when I wake up. <laughs> All right. Well, Matt, I'm very excited, man. I, you know, you've had such a good run here at school. Oh yeah. It looks like you got things going to be happening for you. Yeah. I'm excited to hear how that all turns out. I'm looking forward to it. We'll have you back on the alumni focus. Oh, that'd be at fun. Some point, right? Yeah. Come back and talk about all the amazing things that you're doing. Oh, my gosh, when yeah. I'm like 70 years old, I'm gonna come back and talk here. Any words of wisdom for wisdom. up and coming students? Yes, and I, and I and especially for like elementary. Don't be scared of your high school teachers. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, they're really there to help you. And don't um, look at me when you say that. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna. <laughs> um, and and sometimes they will push you to be your best self. And sometimes it's hard to understand that that's actually what they're doing, but that's exactly what they're doing. Right. And so if they get. A little upset with you that you didn't do your homework on time. That's on you. You know, it's okay. You messed up. It just, you know, they're pushing you to keep on track. Right. So stay on track and trust your, and trust your teachers and go to them too. Yeah. I know good. it's been several times where I've had to go to a teacher because I just, it was not a good day or it was just, it was rough. Right. So totally trust them. Yeah. Yeah. We'll try to keep you steered in the right direction. Yep. Yep. All right. Good right. words. And, and do go ball. Do go ball. Do go ball. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
Good words, Matt. I appreciate it. Well, that brings an end to yet another podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Absolutely. So much fun this month. I love the May podcast the best. It's just so much excitement. Lots of big changes. People graduating, people retiring, new people coming in. Good stuff. It's always the most exciting podcast and I believe the longest. Yes, it's always the longest podcast of the year. Uh, in June, look forward to an alumni reunion podcast coming out towards the end of the month. Uh, we are going to be meeting on Zoom on May 30th. So put that together and uh, we'll bring, we'll record it and bring it to you in June. All right. Thank you, Emily, once again, for all your hard work. And we're going to wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors. I appreciate it. And I will always remember sitting in this room, editing everything possible at the end. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Everyone have an exciting summer. And we will see you back in June. And we'll be back with your regularly tuned in podcast in August. I can't wait to see who the new co-host will be. Yeah, we're going to do it a journalism class. We're going to have an English a collaboration between technology and English and have a journalism podcasting class next year with our juniors and seniors. So it's going to be fun. All right. That'll be exciting. Have a good summer, everybody. Uh, take care. <laughs>